Welcome to D Comedy, our rewatch review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. Uh, this month, your D commentators are me, Luke, and me, Emma, and we don't have a guest again. I like feel like we set an expectation for you guys that we were going to get back on the guest train, but you no, know, I don't give a fuck. No, we're not going to have guests for like another six months. No, no, no. We'll try and get one in July. It's just June was a busy month for us. We're recording this very late in the month, so we didn't have time to get a guest. But you know what? It's it's summer. I'm feeling it. I'm ready to have a good time with my sister and talk about the... See, I know it's our thing that we say classic about every film, but this movie came out four years ago, so it's really weird Still to Still a classic. It. Still yeah, a classic. Sure. That's the thing. Uh, teen Beach Movie is the film we're discussing today. I, I had never seen it prior to watching it for this explicit purpose. I've actually... This is probably the third or fourth time I've seen it. Actually, probably maybe more like the fourth, if I'm being honest with myself. I think I've seen it about four times. I'm not surprised by that. It's kind of your kind of movie, I feel like. I do love a musical. A winter musical. A summer musical. (laughs) A spring musical. Any kind of... I love a musical for all seasons. Indeed. That's a good point. This is our first real musical. I think you could kind of argue Pixel Perfect as a musical, but this is... You can't argue that. No one was singing. Yeah, that's true. But this is our first musical... Um, and it's funny because this came out after High School Musical, and watching it, I very much got the sense Disney was trying to get that heat going again. Thank God you picked up on that low-lying hint, Luke. They literally marketed this thing as, like, High School Musical for the next generation. Oh, did they actually say that in the marketing? Also, Luke, you didn't get that from the title, that it was, like, High School Musical Teen Beach Movie? Yeah, I'm not, look, I'm not saying I'm smart, I'm just saying... I think they might be trying to recreate past success. Yes, that's very much... I don't know if I'm onto something here, but... Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is that they were like, okay, we're need to make un- something else that's like High School Musical. And someone went and heard that and was like, okay, let's just make a High School Musical, basically, because this is very much, I felt, like a musical you would see be put on by high schoolers, because, like, the acting's not great, the singing is okay. I've seen high school productions that have plots that make way more sense than this. Oh, yeah, we're <laughs> going to get into no, that. No one would ever attempt this on a stage. <laughs> All right, well, before we get started going through the movie, let's talk about a little bit of DCOM news because we got a bunch of fun trailers to talk about. This is going to be Trailorama this month. And the first big one... You excited about that little word you made up in there, aren't you? A little bit, maybe. Like that? Happy maybe with yourself? I, maybe I did. You got a problem with it? Uh, uh, no. Yeah. You just sound really uh, smug over there with your jumping <laughs> to conclusions about Disney really breaking through. All right, so first trailer that we got a while ago was the trailer for Descendants 2. Um, the hype train on that is certainly rolling. I saw on YouTube the other day, Ways to be Wicked has, like, millions of views already, the music video for that, and the movie's not even out yet. So that's this measure of success if I've ever seen one. But uh, honestly, I watched the Sentence 2 trailer, and I was kind of disappointed. Like, it I mean, doesn't look that interesting, honestly. She goes back to the Isle of the Lost because she can be popular. I don't... It's not doing a bunch for me. You know mm-hmm. what is doing a bunch for me? The Two sets things. and that Kenny or and the, and the Kenny Ortega choreography. Well, that always has done a bunch for me. I'm talking about new things, new to the sequel. I'm trying to keep it relevant. Trying to keep this a tight segment. I'm not going okay. back to what we've already seen, what we already know is happening. Two new things that I'm excited about are 
is Dove Cameron's blonde hair with just the purple highlights at the end for when she's like good and Oridon. I love that. Absolutely sure. loved what they were doing there. Thought that was a great little style change, and then to show that she's like trying to be good. Um, secondly, I don't know who he is. God damn it! I looked this up too. I was trying to be prepared. Luke like sent me these links ahead of time. I had already watched this trailer. Which I character? Did, I did. Hold on. I oh, I really tried to do my due diligence on this one, guys. But anyway, there's a super hot pirate in the trailer. Oh, yeah. With a Don't... face that looks like it's been chiseled from stone. And Dove Cameron is dating him in real life. Emma, don't you remember one of the first decom scoops that we got in on? And I think as far back as Princess Protection Program, maybe even Smart House. I'm not sure. Um, we talked about the villains of the pirates. And I asked you what you thought of them. And you said they are both very attractive children yeah yeah he's a very i i don't know how old he is i'm not gonna start throwing ages around but he's english which i also like about him and i just i love dove cameron if i had to have a face transplant with someone i would pick her i think she's beautiful that's not creepy or anything i'm really into this relationship and into photos of them thomas doherty is his name which which character is he playing couldn't tell you he, I just he, know he's a pirate. Is he Captain Hook's son, Harry? It or? didn't look... Okay, now that I'm looking at the poster that has him on it, he does appear to have a hook for a hand. I would assume so that's So I'm going to assume that's Captain Hook's son. Yes. <laughs> he's got a lot of eyeliner happening in the movie, but I'm really into him because... <laughs> well, I'm let's not... not again, really... again, child, you're into their he, relationship. He's like 25, bare man, Luke. Okay, if you look at fair. this kid, he does not look like a kid. He's like... Legitimately, yeah. That's like you know that's it's funny because that's going to become an element in today's review as well. Is people who yeah, are he's, playing children he's or not Scottish, totally. and yeah, because that whatever his name is, the shrimpy kid that I'm supposed to care about, that prince, whatever, he doesn't do anything for me, nothing but, for me. I think his name is Ben, but yeah, uh, he's so, whatever. Uh, but Descendants Two is coming out uh, next month around the 21st, so we're less than a month away. And I, my hopes have been dashed a little bit, but I'm still interested. I'm going to watch it. We're gonna, I mean, I'm going to watch it. That's yeah. just never, that never, was never up for debate. That was, that was never. Well, I mean, we've talked about I watched about the de- first one when we weren't even doing this podcast, and I was like in true. college. Yeah, well, you made me watch the first one when we weren't doing this podcast, and I was like, oh, good. I'm still into DCOMs. Great. I can use this. <laughs> um, and now we're here. But that's, so that's coming out July 21st. But what else is coming out July 21st? Same night, special preview. That's Raven's Home. So, oh, wait. Yeah, Raven's Home Now. That's not the song. That's not a song. That wasn't that's, even in the trailer. No, I was doing the original theme song, and then I realized it's but not called But different that's, words? That doesn't even yeah, fit. It did, yeah, okay. I didn't. I, it was ill-conceived. I, it was a bad Just job. Think I did bad job. Just think it through. Just think it through before I, you start. Just think Emma, it through. Emma, how, how much of this podcast do you think I've really thought through before? I mean, you thought for, through to Trailerama. You put some nuts and bolts behind that one, didn't you? That's, that, that is true. That is well played, madame. Um, but so Raven's Home is coming out. They have really been hitting. I've seen so many people sharing on facebook like oh my gosh raven's back the nostalgia like you know how they take like the trailer and then put like mm-hmm. the white bars around it and then put text below it's People called say, like memeing it yeah. yeah yeah it's not i don't know why because i'm honestly much like in descendants i am not that excited for this after seeing the trailer how are you not excited for this you're excited yes 
I think it's hilarious. Did you not see her hit the tennis ball with her ass? Were we watching a different trailer? I did. I did see that. Like, I, I don't like how much focus they're putting on the kids, if I'm being yeah, honest. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to, it might suffer from Fuller House Syndrome. I said that in a yeah. previous podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we, we were talking about, about that, Where, like, the kids are going to be too much of the focus. And it should yes. be Raven. It should. She's still funny. I'm no, sorry. You know what's still funny? Annalise Vanderpool is great in this still. She's still funny. I like Annalise Vanderpool's Chelsea still. She's very funny. Yeah, she's so funny. When she when her kid comes down and Raven's <laughs> like, son of Chelsea, we gotta put a bill on you, boy. Yeah, I, that was I, a good line. I honestly and earnestly laughed. I thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. No, I also like where she's like, uh, where the, the kid is like, uh, I like being on the chat, so you always know who's his favorite. And then she just goes, ha ha, it's, <laughs> yes. it's, 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 it's me, right? And he's like, yes, mom. And it's very, it's cute because it's still true to chelsea um I, i'm just saying yeah the kid is my the kids are my main fo- uh, concern right now i will say i find it weird that just the boy has psychic powers i feel like if she's gonna have the if she's gonna have twins they should both get the psychic powers or something like that might get too confusing i mean i guess i don't know but i the trailer that they did just release i will say we'd only seen the kid talk about being psychic and in this new one we finally saw raven be like sure i can see the future and then they do the zoom in on the eyeball thing and it's I like love a, it yeah, it's yeah, it's very good. Still wish Kyle Massey was there. Gotta say, Kyle Massey, if you're listening, which I know you are, mm-hmm. yep, get back on that train. Do what you get gotta in do. There. Call your agent. Mm-hmm. Can't miss this opportunity. I'm just saying, like one or two episodes, like maybe like Raven's Christmas and Thanksgiving. Uncle Corey comes to visit. Not that big of a commitment. He's not doing anything. Yeah. I, Kyle, I know you're not doing anything. Kyle, Kyle. Kyle, Kyle, please. I know Kyle. I know you're still living in the White House, having a grand old time, but you gotta come out, buddy. You could do Kyle. it. The just world get those needs dollars. You. Just get those Disney dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just Come saying. Come on, babe. I know. And I, ah, oh, man. Kyle, please. Please. And Disney. If Kyle Massey calls, Disney, if Kyle Massey calls you, you pick up the goddamn phone. No, pick up both, both ways. Disney calls you, Kyle, pick up. If you call Disney, hope they pick up. Everybody Let's pick up. Let's mend these fences. Let's, wait. Come on. No. Just to stop. Pause. Tio. Tio. Sure. We're hopping channels for a second. Oh, are Did we? Did you see? This is not Disney Channel, but it's still relevant. Same age group. Same. Okay. Let it ride. Base, Let it ride. That Josh did not invite Drake Bell to his wedding. I think we would be remiss not to touch upon this. Uh, yeah, you know, I generally I would say we shouldn't, because as much as we are Disney Channel children, we were members of the Nickelodeon era, and we Drake were and big Josh. Drake and Josh fans. We were, and so I mean. If we let's just put it out there. Well, I'll I'll cut this if it's not funny or interesting. But yes, there is some major drama going on between Drake and Josh right now. Because this like, rocked me to my it core. Did. It did. It like, rocked me. It did. I was very sad to see this happen. Because like Drake and Josh like had always been kinda cool with each other still. Like unlike other I people. I didn't know that there was troubled waters. Neither I did I. So did I. Drake did a uh, like a one episode cameo on Grandfather, yes. the show Josh Peck was in, and I and was did, like, did "Oh, John cool." John Stamos got fucking invited to the wedding, and Drake he did. didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. it was. Wow. It was. Mm, it was not good. I, but here's here's the thing. I will let me know. You're more in tune to the uh, the uh, secrets of the celebrity world than I am. Did has Josh issued a response, or has he gone silent? Not that I've heard. Looks okay. to be, looks to be all silent. All quiet so, on the western front, if you will. So, so we, we've only heard Drake's side of the story, which is... Also, I don't, I didn't see Miranda Cosgrove snagging an invite. Looks to be cold-shouldering the Nickelodeon crowd all around. That is true. He did not invite Miranda Cosgrove, which is kind of underhanded. Or Amanda Bynes, which is also understandable. Well, that's, that, one's, that one's more understandable, because she just recently kind of came back into... 
Yeah, that's a risk. That's a risk. That's that's a risk. We're going to be tracking that. Don't worry, people. I'm going to try to get some boots on the ground and see if I can get some more info on this for you guys next month. But things are a little good. Drake said ties were cut. He did say Miss you, brother. He called. That's not playing around. No, 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 no. He did not say brother. He said brother, which is ooh, <laughs> just right in the heart, just right in the old heart. It's like he even referenced it. Yeah, that hurt. Didn't mm-hmm. like to hear it. Yeah, Didn't when you like turn when you turn your classic catchphrase back on its end it, to hurt another person, it hurts all of us. It's just also like just what an asshole, Josh Peck. Like even if you don't like the guy, or you he's were you worried he's not going to eat the crab cakes, or he's not going <laughs> to buy you a nice gift, like do it for the generations of kids that are now crushed does he do you think he realizes how many instagram like likes he would have gotten if he and drake took a picture at his wedding do it like, for the he, likes he do it for the likes that a picture of them hugging mm-hmm. at his wedding absolutely yeah jo- well here, that's the thing i as much as i am upset and i'm rocked to my core i want to hear josh peck's side of the story i want to know why didn't right. drake make that guest list we'll hold, we'll hold judgment until we hear from josh yeah i want to hear from josh let's all right let's let the peck man speak for himself next piece of news what do we got right uh we did right okay final piece of news is the return of our arguably most popular segment then again it's really our only segment in a within a segment because decom- you name another segment no 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 mm-hmm. i named it before but decom news is a segment but we have a segment within decom news that's a segment within a segment so our most popular segment within a segment uh it's our only segment within his segment exactly that's why it's our most popular it's oh, time Jesus for a little it's time for a little bit of a duck talk. Oh, Thank you. All right. So everybody's excited. They're all ready for the DuckTales reboot coming. Uh, I believe we're getting a preview this summer and then it's kicking off at in fall. I cannot confirm that. Or maybe it's just starting this summer. I don't remember. But Also, uh, first of all, Star, I'd like to extend you a big fuck you. Because okay. when you were sending me links for what we were going to talk about in news, you sent me a link to the YouTube of the new theme song, like the new opening credits. Like I hadn't already seen that the day it premiered. <laughs> well, you, I was like, I saw that. I was like, what does he think I've been doing? That came out like three weeks ago, well, like, two just weeks because, ago. It's just because like you, I was like, okay, here's the segments we're going to do this week. We're going to talk about uh, Descendants. We're going to talk about Raven's Home. And we're going to do Duck Talk. And you didn't. I and tweeted you said, about it. I literally uh, tweeted about it twice well, just, in a row. All you sent out was like a, a do- the Meryl Streep like woo thing that's all i saw i didn't see you tweet about it twice um but yes thank you for bringing it up so they released first a like not a cast list but a character and uh not a full cast list but some of the characters minor characters they kind of more talked about yes well because we already knew the main cast so the minor characters of the cast list which i was excited to hear about and then even more recently they released uh the theme the opening which Disney didn't take my advice, and they changed the theme song. Admittedly, not too much. It's barely but, changed. But it's not as good as the thing. It's just as good. It it's had not. Me. I will say I do like how the visual. The visuals are great. It pays homage to the comics and to the old TV show. It's I very, loved it. The visuals are very good, but just they changed the song a little bit, and I feel like the singer doesn't hit the woo as hard as you need to to get that Ducktales vibe. Mm-mm. Um. And the ending, it's just like they change the words around at the ending so the tempo's out weird for me. But I danced to it at my desk. <laughs> You're a big. Uh, I'm not saying I didn't dance downer. to it. But the other I thing. I sat there jamming. Yeah, it's. I'm not saying it's not a jam. I'm just saying I would have preferred had they done the same exact song, just new visuals. I would have been very, totally fine with that. But they, they, hey, they made a choice and they made a strong choice, and a strong choice is better than no choice at all. So I'll yeah. go, I'll roll with them on that one. I think it's good. I, well, we we can, you, as you say to me, you're entitled to your wrong opinion. Um, but, 
So the other thing they released, they released a bunch of little like vignettes about like that show each character kind of doing a thing that's just kind of like meant to be like, yep, this is the character. Um, And some of them are kind of funny. I didn't send you these because there's a lot of them, so I wouldn't have time to talk about them all. But um, the main thing I want to talk about is we have not heard from Mrs. Beakley yet. And I'm just kind of wondering what's going on there. She has not, like, all we've seen of her is her voice actress in the initial announcement trailer, and that is, like, it. She has been mute in every single thing since, and I don't know what's going on with her, but I feel like Disney's cooking up something. So, keep your eyes out. I think that might just be a coincidence, because she's not that major of a character, but... Okay. Well, well, neither was Webby in the original show, but now she but is front and center. But they have to amp it up. It's 2017, honey. You gotta have a girl in the adventure crew. That is true. That You're not wrong. I'm just saying... Wake I feel up like and smell the feminism. You got to get mm-hmm. a girl in there. Yeah, you're right. But let's talk about a little bit about the minor characters because some of them are awesome. Main one I'm excited about: Paul F. Tompkins as Gladstone Gander is very good casting. I think that's a great yes. fit. Um, I, I love think Paul that, F. Tompkins. So do I. I think he's going to pull off the pompousness of uh, Gladstone very well. It'll be great. Uh, Gyro Gearloose, I am just excited to see him. I'm not 100 percent sure who Jim Rash is. I think he's from Community. Um, but I love Gyro Gearloose. He is great. And possibly the weirdest kiss. The female duck is CJ Craig, the one and only Allison Janney. Oh, okay. I was confused for a second. I was like, I thought it was Allison Janney. Who's CJ Craig? CJ Craig is the character, her character from the West Wing. Oh, yeah. I actually have seen a couple episodes of the West yeah. Wing. I do remember that. Pull yes. your head out of your butt and watch the West Wing. Everyone listening here. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, I did see that. I was surprised about that because Allison Janney is is that hot right now. That's a that get. Was a get. That's a get. But um, that's for, my hot commentary is just that is, what a get. That is a get. But for me, the big get for me was the fact that for some reason, Lin Manuel Miranda is Gizmo Duck. How did like, I not notice that? They made it sound like that was already announced, and I was like, that was. where? That was announced. That was announced before all of this stuff, and I, I didn't was even see it, and I was blown away because I was like, that is strange casting but i am very down for it i wouldn't have picked him but i want him right over my head right over my head well it's i can't wait to see how what he does with it and then it's just like ma beagle and the beagle boys flint hart glomgold who's the scottish guy or yeah scottish because scrooge is also scottish that sounded confusing but also i want to talk about there's a pigeon in the uh one of the minor characters and there's been a lot of discussion as far as i can tell about what's the deal with the pigeons because they're in like the opening two and they're kind of painted as villains so we're kind of wondering if they're like original characters or what's gonna happen with them so keep an eye on the pigeons when i feel like if we're gonna make a bird a villain a pigeon's probably gonna be it seems like a villainous breed well i mean disgusting yeah but i mean the the uh one they show in the on the Entertainment Weekly page where they go over all the minor characters, the guy's name is Mark Beeks, and he's voiced by Josh Brenner from Silicon Valley. He does not look particularly malicious. He's just got like he's got like a button down and a hoodie on, and right, he's wearing some khakis. We're not going to judge the maliciousness of the animated pigeons. I don't. I have a life and a job. We have okay. to keep moving. Well, anyway, so Ducktales is coming out soon. Everybody get hype. I know I'm pretty hype about it. I'm ready. So keep your eye out. But I'm ready. For, I want someone. Can I think I said this last week? Did I say this last last month? Jesus! Mm-hmm. I say this last month. Can yeah. somebody get on their damn SoundCloud and remix that theme song? 
I want something I can play I'm in the club. Sh- I'm sure like, there's the same a- song. Just like do put a little backbeat behind it. Like wait, so like a remix of the old song or a remix of the new song? The new one, Luke, because they're basically I'm- exactly the same. Okay, well we're not gonna get into that again. But no, I think sh- someone has to have remixed it by now. I looked, Luke, and when I say I looked, I'm not proud. Okay, of I'll minute, tell you but what. I looked. I'll tell you what. I'll I'll bet you on this one. If I can find a remix of the Ducktail of the new Ducktail theme, I'll put it in right here. going to be anything in that airspace guys well let's see we're gonna find out uh, anyway let's so let's start talking about our movie for this month uh teen beach movie and what a movie it is and uh, full of and teens on beaches that is hey you can't fault it for not being true to its word because it is it what mm-hmm. it says it is is a teen beach movie luke what was it a movie with teens on beaches exactly that's so. true advertising no mm-hmm. false advertising there. They give no you fake what news. They say they're gonna give you. Right. So we open in Hawaii, California. Where the fuck are we? I, I don't that know. plagued me the whole time I watched yep. it. I don't know mm-hmm. why. I assumed Hawaii. I think every time I watched it, but then um, I was like, "Wait, are we supposed to be in California?" There's something. There was something said. <laughs> Like, about flying across the country, and I was like, wait, are they supposed to be in California or well, Hawaii? Well, I mean, if you flew from Hawaii, you probably still have to fly across the country for where she's going, yeah, so it's not... Yeah, no, I know, but, like, the, the metaphor of, like, flying across the country usually is, like, west coast, east coast, not, like, yeah. island in the middle of the Pacific, east coast. So, yeah, I don't know where we are geographically. And and as we all know, that's a very big pet peeve of Emma, is not I hate knowing. it when I can't place us. Mm-hmm. All we know is that the boarding school she's being forced to go to is on the east coast. Yes, that's all they say. That's all they, they say. We don't know. But so together, seeing that we meet our two main characters, uh, Mackenzie, who goes by Mac, and Brady, um, who I don't know if she's from anything, but I believe the guy who plays Brady is for Austin on Austin and Alley. Yes, he is. He's also yeah, in R Five, which is like a good Disney band that you know has sprung of course out of it him is, being because, a Disney star. Yeah, and then she is now. I don't know if she got this gig before or after, but she's on the Fosters on ABC Family. Oh, okay. So she went to a different... And Emma, Emma, the artist formerly known as ABC Family, that is oh, Freeform. Oh, Freeform. I refused. The artist formerly known as yeah, ABC me too. Family. I won't use the F word on this podcast. <laughs> I'll use the other F word. Yeah. You have made that very clear, don't worry. Just not mm-hmm. that one. Um, but So they are surfing as a very generic pop song plays. Okay, I do want to say, we said Go this ahead. when we watched the movie together, mm-hmm. that... This it's already delivered to us, boom, bada yes. bing, opening moments of this movie, which is I could not tell you off the top of my head another movie, Disney Channel original movie like this, where our two main characters start already dating. Yep, they are 100%. a couple. I was I was very surprised by that. Granted, they never say the words boyfriend and girlfriend, but they're dating. There's, like, but like there's she's with me. I'm, yeah. she's I want to be. I just like, don't they understand are, why they felt like those words were taboo. But you're 100 right. They never kiss though, do they? They come very, very close, close, but I don't think they uh, there's lip contact. I don't even think he gets uh, a forehead or a cheek kiss. The no. two classic moves. Actually, of there Disney might be Channel. a cheek kiss. There was a cheek kiss. Dude. There might have been a cheek kiss, but I'm saying it's not like built up where it's like, oh, this is our moment. Is a no. cheek kiss? Like it, it's it's there much more. There was no lip on lip for sure. But th- actually, thank you for bringing this up, Emma. Um, we should mention this is the most recent decom 
we have watched so far. So this is modern Disney, people. We are in the modern era. And yet, men and women who are dating and clearly mm-hmm. around 16, 17 can't kiss. I think so. I actually think they're supposed to be younger than that. No, because, they're not. No, dude. because because they say she says I get to do half of high school here and then the other half on the yeah, other at the boarding school. 16. So, she, so she's probably yeah, oh yeah, 16. sixteen. Yeah, no, I did that math wrong. Um, I was like, that was that was like that was the quote I was using two to age them. She's sixteen. Yeah, you're right. I yeah, I boofed that. Anyway, so they're surfing, and then Brady is like, "Oh man, the waves tomorrow are gonna be super gnar, bro." Uh, like, can't wait to we ride. We also use slang in this movie that I have never heard. Like, no, well, okay. Actually, there's, we, there's some we points, have heard. Not even in the oldie times. In in real time, they he well, says we, some things that I cannot place. True, but I'm saying we actually have heard some of it from Johnny Tsunami. They use the word nectar once or twice, I no, believe. No, they don't. They do no, say they, nectar. They never they did. They use nectar. I would have they noticed do. that. They I noticed do. it. In I feel the like... old part of this? Would they go back in time? I can't place it, but I remember someone going nectar. I was like, man, Johnny Tsunami did kind of get it right. That is how people apparently talk when now, they surf. In, in other Disney Channel original movies. That's, yes. I actually would have loved in this whole, all the scenes that take place here had like there been like a Johnny Tsunami reference like that would have been hilarious I would have just liked to see him boarding on and by like in the back but, just but at this point he, at ten. this point he was too he would have been too old like it wouldn't have made sense do you think there's like a support group for like former Disney show stars who have no, oh, made nothing of themselves there has to be some kind of support group or it's just like like they just all have they just all have a group chat where they just vent to one another about what life oh, used sure. to be like mm-hmm but so Mac is very clearly trying to tell Brady something but he doesn't pick up on this because he's dumb and no. he just he just keeps like blowing over it and they go in and they meet her grandpa who's watching a movie on TV and Brady's like oh man this is my favorite movie it's this one of those classic also her grandpa like owns like a surf shop yeah he like makes surfboards or something makes surfboards is also the man from Rocky Horror Picture Show who plays Brad Benny Mitty can't remember his name right now. But. Our mom thought it was Josh Brolin, and I it's was not like, Josh Brolin, I was like, mom, kind of look like Josh Brolin. I was like, mom, that's the most not Josh Brolin. I, there's no way Josh Brolin would do a Disney Channel original movie. Yeah, no, that would be um, a get. Talk about a get. Yeah, talk about a get. Uh, but so he, this Mac is like, oh, I don't get why you guys like these things. They're so unrealistic. The girls can never surf better than the guys. Their hair never gets wet. Blah, 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 blah. Movie, this movie kind of movie. It's kind of a dumb. big old buzzkill. It's a fucking movie. A little movie. bit. Yeah, Brady's Chill. really into it. It's something her boyfriend's pretty into, so I don't know why she's so. I will down say, and you said this when we watched the movie, just to preface this for everyone, you guys, he is not that great of an actor. She's better than him. Yeah. And he makes up for it. In other ways, yeah, he's a, he's a very good singer and dancer. Yeah, she's a pretty pretty good actress. She's doing. He can all right. move. He can move. He can move. He can move. And again, but his lines all come out a little bit. Like yes. I was, con- I was like, "Are you? Are they holding up cue cards for you?" Mm-hmm. But again, I, we don't want to blame actors here for giving bad performance. There's tons of stuff that you're can right. And to I that. did say that. I said they were working with mm-hmm. what they were given, which 100%. was. Terrible. And I and I have seen some of Austin and Allie, and he's not bad in it. He's fine. He's, yeah, he does the I character well. I just I just feel like maybe this is kind of outside of his character range in some parts. I, um, I also think I have to be transparent about this. Not like anyone who listens will care enough to look us up, but I have actually met him before in real life, and he is a lovely person. <laughs> so Ross Lynch, if you're listening, which I know you are, which we know you are, we just assume every we just assume every we just assume every Disney Channel star listens to Very this. nice and very mm-hmm. funny. Sure, I seems like a seems like a great guy. But so great the, guy. Uh, Mac is still trying to tell Brady what's going on, but then her 
aunt comes in and she's dressed like a business lady and is very snarky and and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mean? Uh, sure, sure. I don't know. I caricature lost it. of a serious person. Yeah, there you go. That'll work. And she's like, well, are you packed? Are you all ready? Hi, Dad. Anyway, so are you all ready to leave? And then Brady's like, leave? She's like, we have a flight tomorrow so she can go to this fancy preparatory school on the other side of the country. This happened so fast I broke my neck. I was like, whoa. It's dropped on very quickly. Um... And she's like, I tried to tell you, Brady, but you just wouldn't let me. And then the aunt is just completely numb to all the emotions in the room. Just continues to be a dick, even though she's clearly upset, like, both the girl and her boyfriend. And then we immediately slide into, like, them breaking up. Like, her Mm -hmm. breaking up with him out on the the patio. Yes, she's breaking up with him because she's like, how could we... He's like, I'll wait for you. She's like, oh, also, even though it's 2013... Mac has a dead mom. And I'm and a non-existent dad or out yeah. of the picture dad. Yeah. Absentee father. Yeah, I really don't know why the grandpa couldn't have just been her dad. I don't don't know what in terms of like character, like there why was I would, something like, well it also yeah. they, it is implied not implied by implied I mean directly stated, I can't speak. Uh it is directly stated that she had her when she was we can only assume like in high school. The mom yeah, had it, Mac. Yeah, she said when she was very young, I believe. And so she couldn't go to college. And yeah, that's and I, why Mac yeah. wants to, like, go to this well, prep school and get a education. Let's talk about that for a second. Because Mac's motivations in this movie are so confusing. So confusing. They're ridiculous. She's like, my, this is my mom's journal. And she says, I want my daughter Which, to be... Which, did you notice, I wrote this down, that she seemingly pulls out of fucking nowhere? Yes. They're, yes, like, 100%. on the porch of her house. And she's, like, here. And, like, pulls up, is this Yeah, he's asking a bunch of journal. And he's I'm asking like, a bunch of serious... That? He's asking a bunch of bunch of serious questions like hey where why are you going what like why are you leaving me and she's just like this is my mom's journal yeah. and i was like that's that doesn't answer any of his questions um like she's like he's like literally why are you breaking up with me and she's like this is my mom's journal yeah. and i was like uh, good diversion and, honey but uh-huh. he still wants to know why you're breaking up with him exactly and the mom's journal is like i want my daughter to uh march through life and not be pulled through it which is an incredibly vague that? statement i don't know but, but but the thing is is like she interprets that as my mom wants me to be successful and go and do the things I never could. She means she never could. So I want to go to college and then uh, do business things or whatever. They never actually say what she's going to do. No. But just be successful like my aunt. Um, and so I made a Who's, deal with her. I, I would assume a realtor, a lawyer, something mean. Uh, it's something mean. <laughs> um, but no, it's never really explained. She just says, I just need to go to this school and then that'll fast track me to college and I'll be successful. So I made a deal with my aunt that I would stay here with grandpa for like this half of my life and do half of high school here. Then I did the other half of the prep like academy. a terrible idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to make guardians, a ton- don't, don't uproot someone's life. Pick a yeah. high school and stick with it. Guys. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to make tons of friends and be incredibly happy in this one plays and then i'm gonna go decide to go somewhere else for two years and then go somewhere else for college two years later like terrible plan terrible plan not good don't do that you know if you have a sister that especially dies mm -hmm. don't do it but what i'm saying here is that like brady is all obsessed with like having like an endless summer and like always being with her and just always having fun and like she's like no i can't do that I can't basically, even though surfing and being with you makes me incredibly happy, I need to do what my mom said would make me incredibly happy and successful by going yeah, to this school. Get that. It really doesn't work as a backstory, and Brady does not take the seriousness of trying to fulfill a dead parent's dream uh, very well. He's still just like, why? Why are you... Yes. <laughs> um, why? Yes, and then, like... 
they go back inside and uh, they point to, I don't know if this was earlier, but they talk about this board that the grandpa has uh, hung above the door. He's like, oh, my father and my grandfather and his grandfather's yeah, grandfather found found their destinies while riding that board. She Again, says it. She says it. Like, defends it to the... Don't you remember that? Yeah, a little bit, I think. Like, it's she's, also something she knows. Like, the aunt's oh, yeah, like, oh, you still have that mm-hmm, old thing? Yeah, and she's yeah. like, our whole family found their destinies on this board. I was like, what? Yeah, what are you it's... talking about? And also, um, another thing about um, Maya Mitchell. Is that her name? I think I'm getting it right. Maya Mitchell, she is very... She does a pretty good job of hanging on to it most of the time. But is covering up a very thick Australian accent, and there's a few words that come out, and I'm like, mm, "That's not how you say that." But yeah, okay. <laughs> I have. I did. I didn't know it was Australian, but I did tell. Like, yeah. this is not how she speaks normally. Nope. Nope. Um, but then it cuts to the next day. Her and Brady are now broken up. Question mark. Like he didn't really accept it, but he whatever. still thinks ridiculous. And she's looking out the window, and she decides, "No, you know what? Well, she's trying to. She's trying to fight the ant, being like, can we leave?'" one day later because I need to go ride these oh, big sweet, Mondo sweet waves that are coming today. And the man's like, that. no, no, no. Uh, we have our plane tickets are bought. We need to leave here tomorrow at noon or whatever. And then so she gets up like early and like leaves a note for the aunt. I'll be back. I'll be back in time for the flight and takes the magic destiny board to go serve those like, sweet, sweet waves, which is implied to be magic because like the sun shines on it and there's like a sparkle effect. And so you're like, is the the board is magic? The board is magic. I, eh. And so she steals it. And no, goes that's the whole reason this happens, Luke. The board well, is magic. But then how do you explain the ending? What ending? We how don't do- have a movie without that board. No, but I'm saying, how did the characters come to our world if they didn't have the board? Oh, I don't know. Uh, that's Big. called Disney wants a sequel, man. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's what that's uh, Yeah. So she goes out and, like, the waves are massive. So it's like, it's getting kind of dark and things are mm-hmm. getting kind of scary out there. Mm-hmm. And her grandpa, like, sidles up to Yeah, the Brady. grandpa and Brady both show up. And they're like, I grandpa want you to watch Grandpa and Brady show surf. up and, like, are watching her surf. Mm-hmm. And the grandpa, like, very casually is like, mm, don't like the looks of that. Like, at yeah. the sky. And I, but he shows, he's very completely unconcerned. I was like, okay, well, she's in the water. Like, how about you get her out? He's just, like, staring at it, shaking his head, like, mm, yeah. good. Because, yeah, because she goes... Bad. The, by the time he comes up, she's in the water already. And we get to see, hey, guys, Disney bought a GoPro and put it on a surfboard. Yeah. Because we get a lot of shots of that. We but get then, a lot of shots of But that. then it just shows shots of, like, surfers just eating it. And, like, the lifeguard's like, hey, it's too dangerous. Everybody come in. He waves the red flag, which I thought meant sharks, but okay. No. <laughs> um, but, see, he's like, oh, the weather's too dangerous. Everybody come in. And then she just looks back. He doesn't say anything. He just no. waves his little flag. Yeah, but, like, that's what it's implied to me. And she looks back, and she's like, hmm, everyone's leaving because this is getting too dangerous. And the person whose job it is to tell us when things are too dangerous but said Luke, it's too dangerous. this was her last wave before she had to go to the East Coast yeah, forever. That, it, yes. They also have surfing, but that's beside the point. It's very strange because she's like, oh, I have to go to the East Coast. It's my destiny. But also my destiny is to shred this wave right now. She's I need to shred about these her waves. Destiny. She's confused. It's very confusing. It's, I'm confused about her destiny, Emma. Um, we were all in the woods with it. I'm not yes. sure. But so uh, Brady hops on a jet ski that I think he just stole and just takes yeah, but it if out. If you notice, and, Classic yeah. Disney does put a life jacket on. Of course he does. He's got to put that life Emergency jacket on. Emergency situation, trying to save his girlfriend's life. Mm-hmm. Got to put that life jacket on. Got to take that time. Surprised he didn't put a helmet on as well. <laughs> uh, so he jumps on a jet ski and goes out to save her as she's trying to get up like the biggest wave 
but then he gets to her and like he jumps off of the jet ski and they both just like eat it, eat it. into the wave basically and then like the the surfboard washes up to the shore but then also a second later it shoots out of the water with the both of them and they're like wait wait what happened why is the water all calm now and, and they're like sunny. looking around and it's sunny and they're like what wait what is like what is this and so they swim up to the shore uh and they're like huh where did everybody go where's grandpa like what's going on and then they look over and there is a ton of kids and where... one incredibly well-groomed man yes and there's people kids getting out of cars Getting out of a car, like a clown and car situation. And one incredibly well-groomed man. And one incredibly well-groomed man. And they're all wearing old-fashioned clothing. And they're doing a musical number. Mm-hmm. And they're both very confused. Mac thinks they died. Uh, which is a somewhat rational Doesn't thought. Doesn't he immediately realize that they're in the movie? He, he is at least quicker on the uptake. I don't know if it's immediate, but basically... It's he almost realizes. immediate because he jumps into his first musical. He does. Number, he does jump into the musical. He does do that, and it's pretty good. But so he realizes, Mac, we're in the movie. We're in our my movie from TV. Wet Side Story. Wet Side, yeah. Okay. Which Disney? So, come on. So it's called Wet Side Story because it's like about these two it's gangs it's a having plot a war. It's of yeah. West Side Story, but with surfers and bikers, and as opposed no, to the and, and nowhere death. near as violent. Um, yeah. And and it's actually funny because I will say because this movie steals a lot of stuff from several musicals and films. Okay, you kept saying that you and mom kept being like, "Oh, this is just Grease. This is West Side Story. Like this is just nah, 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 whatever the fuck." Um, Frankie Valli in the Four Seasons, like that's the point. It's supposed to be like cheesy old musicals like that. I didn't understand why you guys were so pissed that it was borrowing from I shit. Wasn't I'm like, pissed. I was that's just like, the point of this movie. Well, I wasn't pissed, but I was just like, oh, okay, they're doing the hairspray roll call. Oh, okay, they're doing the Grease summer loving intercut song thing between two different groups of people. Yes, yeah, not, it's it, like, it saying... borrows very heavily from like classic 60s-esque like musicals because that's what it's supposed to be, like a parody of, kind of. Like, I, I showing mean, I, like these are like you know old and dated yeah, and I'm not kind saying of not realistic a... and your hair never gets wet and okay you know. but also it does steal a little bit from back to the future but i get what you're saying you're right it's not bad Every i'm just saying it's a movie steals a little bit from back to the future this but this isn't it this is the thing is they think like at first they're like okay let's get my cell phone and we can call my parents but they haven't been born yet because it's 1962 in the world of the movie uh, but like so they think for a while that this is basically time travel but like Brady knows they're just inside the film. Like, yeah, it's, it's a not weird dichotomy. It's a weird thing where they don't really understand what's going on. But right, this is our, as you said, Brady hops into the musical number. Mac is still very confused. And this is the first musical number of the film called Surf Surf Crazy or Surf Crazy. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll, I'll play a little surf, snippet right surf here. Surf Crazy. I'll play a little snippet right here for people. The radio and here's the plan. It's an okay number. I like the song. Okay. I will say... I want to say something before we get into any other... This is the first musical number, so I'll say it now. Okay. I do think that the script in this movie is awful, and the plot is 
as all over the place, especially when we get into the villain component of it. Yes. It's like truly like, oh, uh, like groaning and eye rolling. But mm-hmm. I think the music in this movie is great. The music is very good. The, everything is catchy. There's not like really any the slow, lyrics like, feet dragging number like that. Right. There's always like that fucking Vanessa Hudgens bat ballad in the high school musicals like gotta go my own way and like where she's walking around the hallways at the school there's always those fucking boring ass draggers in those movies but this one does not have a weak link you can't say gotta go my own way is bad though that's uh oh that's a hard what's the one what's the one in the hallway in the first one i don't remember that one is bad i agree but 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 i gotta go my own way where they're walking out of the Country Club is good. I don't want to ever see Vanessa Hudgens singing slowly and walking away alone again. I'm good till death. I'll go <laughs> into my grave a happy woman without ever seeing it again. But what I'm saying is all the music is really upbeat. It like is really cute. It's really mm-hmm. fun. I think that I think the lyrics could use a little work. The I, lyrics and song are weird. Nothing about this has to do with lyrics. It's like <laughs> it's same as the script. But I, I actually don't mind any of the lyrics because I think they're supposed to be from an incredibly cheesy movie that they're making fun yeah. of. You don't understand that the stuff in the movie, like, the movie's in on the joke with that. Or at least they're trying to be. Like, yes, it's supposed try, to be cheesy. I will concede that they are trying to be on the joke. They are not always succeeding in being in on the joke. But I that's that. why it's cheesy. Like, the ones in the movie, like, it is supposed to be cheesy. I actually think the cheesiest lyrics are the very last song, which they're yes, out of the movie. The last those song are is... the with Those are the worst lyrics. Yeah, I actually don't like the last song is the no, worst song. No, that's, like, my least favorite song, I think. Mm-hmm. But, but regardless, so, I actually do think all the musical numbers are really good. The choreography mm-hmm. is really great. It's so fun to watch. He's really good at singing and dancing, especially dancing. That boy can move. Who, and, Brady? Oh, Brady. Yeah. He's also good at, like, which is something I'll talk about later on, something that I like to call masculine dancing, and he's very good at it. She, Maya Mitchell, is cute, can keep up, and really like her. But I do, if I could just make this movie all song and dance, I would do it. Yes, I would cut I, everything else out of it and just do musical number to musical number to musical number to Finn. <laughs> yeah, it's the stuff in between is where it starts to lose me a little bit. But also you make a good point is that they are not the only ones who are performing in this musical number because we meet several of the characters that they kind of the movie kind of tries to fit in on the side. But the main one is Tanner, who is the well-dressed man that Emma was pointing well, to. Well groomed, sorry. This man does not have a hair on his body, <laughs> except for his head. Mm-hmm. He is so, like, ridiculously waxed. His hand is so fake. And he has some of the craziest veneers that I've ever seen. I'm also pretty sure this actor is about 28 years old. <laughs> and I say that knowing that I've looked him up before and knowing that he is old. He's legitimately, like, 28. And as to where I said that the, uh, what's his name? God damn it. Ross Lynch is very good at masculine dancing, you know, like kind of that Fred Astaire, like take charge, like you're dancing, but you're like hot and manly while doing it. Tanner is the foil of that, which is where he looks like a classically trained ballerina. And I'm pretty sure that when he's dancing with women, the woman is the woman is leading like he, he, he there's something about his posture where he it's just not doing anything for me. Yeah, you're right. I do get what you're saying, the difference between their dancing. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I I understand. I think think it's his is very theatery. He could have been theatery. Theatery is a good word. Yeah, there's something I I really like this. This actor is a beautiful man, and I think he would do well in a production of Cats. Tanner, Mm -hmm. his his name's Garrett something. He needs to go be in Cats. I think that that's his calling. 
Yes. Um, but he's he, very feline he, movies. But he, but sure. Speaking of felines, we meet uh, his sidekick named Sea Cat, uh, and as well as some of the like other C-Cat. surfer. Like Sea Cat a lot. He's he's all right. I liked him. He doesn't get a whole lot of screen time, but he's he's cool. He gets some of the most screen time out of the other surfers. Yeah, they're re- everybody else really put on the back burner, um, especially Giggles, which who I is, like her. I like her, but I'm very confused by her. her Voice one and two, why her main character trait is I like to shake my body so very much and I can't well, that stop actress, shaking. Fun fact is a dancer. Mm-hmm. She's like probably the best dancer besides our man Tanner, who we all know can plant a toe like we've never seen. Um, <laughs> she's probably the best dancer. On she's like a very she's like a professionally trained dancer. Like and you know how in musicals they have things like dance captain like she's probably the yeah, dance yeah. captain for the um them she's not really an actress she fun fact was actually in High School Musical she oh it's like a background for, to be she's in you can see her in scenes of uh stick to the status quo but she's very young and that's mm. she auditioned for Kenny Ortega and said you know, I really want to be in this and he was like you're an amazing dancer you're one of the better dancers that we have but you look too young you don't look old enough to be in high school so she's kind of really put into the background so you don't notice how young she is but then once this movie came around he like gave her another chance because she finally like looked old enough for wait wait, was was, was kenny ortega involved in this film i thought descendants was only other big thing i think he was he well he must have slipped someone her name because i know that's true yeah that would that i would buy for those of you who don't know while i'm looking this up kenny ortega is the the choreographer and eventual director of the High School Musical series. Actually, I don't think he he did do Teen Beach movie. Yeah, I don't think he did either. I think he, he did think do Descend- Cheetah Girls too, which that well, didn't know that. Well, the, the Cheetah Girls two is very good, so I do like it. Um, but yeah. Anyway, we're we're off track. So, but I'm just saying, Giggles is fine and fun, but I just don't get why her main thing is she shakes all the time and like loves to shimmy. I don't know. It's weird. Um, and then we also meet Rascal, who has some kind of problem and needs some kind of therapy. Oh, oh, that's one note that I have. I re- wrote very sparse notes because I remember this movie so well. I literally just said Rascal is not okay. <laughs> Hashtag, we need to talk about Rascal. We la- we need to talk about Rascal. Uh, I'm worried but, about him. But we'll talk about him in a second when he, his craziness is revealed. But so Brady finishes up his big dance number, and she's like, and Matt comes up to him, and she's like, okay, did you have fun? Great. Look, we need to figure out how to get home. I need to be on a plane to the other side of the country right now, and so we need to hurry this along. I don't understand why you're... I also, speaking of Matt's priorities being out of whack, sorry mm-hmm. for the rhyme, I don't understand like, where her whole thing is like, I'm going to miss my plane. Like, if I have been transported into a movie spa- slash, like, into the past, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be stuck here forever and die here alone. Like, like my concerns are so much larger than this plane. Like, you can get on another flight, bitch. Get on Southwest. There's no change fees. Like, that is not your biggest problem here. Well, I mean, I feel like that does kind of eventually become her problem. That like, eventually like, sets in once yeah. after a while. But, like, her yeah. first gut reaction is going to miss that plane. I'm like, no. That is true. But uh, you're, you are right. That is a valid point, and it will come up later. Uh, but so they go into this restaurant where all the surfers go called Big Mama's, and uh, they follow them in there. And the surfers at first are very mean to them. We're like, we don't like outsiders. Um, and we learn why momentarily when a bunch of bikers roll in. And I say bikers, and you might have the image of, you know, grizzled men wearing lots of leather. No, um, don't take what, that image out right now. Yeah. And what that actually means is a bunch of adults playing 
children wearing lots of leather. Oh, talk but, about people who are old. Very the bikers tight. were all old. The bikers are very old, and they're all wearing very tight outfits. Think of, um, like, someone doing a really bad greasers impression. Yes. Like, stay gold, pony boy, but then also, like, a Frankie Valley Jersey accent. Yes. they Put those all, two things together. That's all what you're going to get. All of them are wearing, like, black and red, except for one, to indicate she's also a main character. Um, and they all have, and again, they all have this New Jersey, Italian, some kind of accent, except for her, because she's a yep. main character. Um, but Brady explains to ba- them to Mac that, oh, this is Big Mama's. The surfers and the bikers are fighting over it because they both want it all to themselves. Why bikers to be there want to ex- hang out? To be their hangout. Why bikers want an exclusively beach-themed restaurant for themselves? I don't know. Also, okay. also, don't worry if you didn't catch it the first time that he says they're fighting over Big Mamas, because they will mm-hmm. mention it at least 16 more times before yes. the movie lets out. many, many times it comes out. This is not a plot point they drop. It is ba- it beat is, into your skull. beat it into your head. They're mm-hmm. like, we gotta have Big Mamas for our own. And I'm like, we mm-hmm. got it. I was listening. Yep. And this goes into my favorite group number of the whole thing. Which is this uh, is a great number. This, this is, is a, is a awesome great number. number. This is a great. I number. think this is my favorite group one too. This one this is, is my, good, man. What's the name of the song? I'm cruising for a bruising. Cruising, of course. Cruising for a bruising. It's a great number. The choreography is fantastic. Uh, let me play you a snippet right here, audience. It's like the song is awesome. Go and look up the music video on YouTube. Yeah, it's, you gotta see the music video. You gotta see Ross very Lynch good. get and in it, there and dance. Yes, Ross Brady, just much like he did with the surfers, jumps in and his outfit changes because movies. That's that's how they explain everything in this film. By the way, if something weird happens, it's movies. Yes, it's just movie magic. It's just movie. That's just how movies work. Um, but he jumps in and he suddenly got leather on and he's like, and he starts singing and he's doing a great, he's killing it. Ross Lynch oh. is nailing it. And all the, all the women have like beehive hairdos and like, oh, it's, They're it's like awesome. sli- sliding soda across the counter. They're, yeah. He does, they do that little handshake thing. It's all good. Mm-hmm. It's all it's, good. It's, it's the best group number in this entire thing. It's awesome. Um, so... Then that ends, and they go out, and uh, they're like, and Brady's like, man, this place is awesome. And she's like, dude, we need to figure out how to get out of here. And he's like, okay, well, how did we get here in the first place? And this is like, oh, well. Magic surfboard. Magic surf. Well, they don't figure out the surfboard's magic. They're like, big storm. And she's like, okay, um, how is is there a storm in this movie that might take us home? Because we got here via storm. We can leave here via storm. He's like, yes, there's one at the end. So we just got to wait for the movie to end. And she's like, Okay, fine. And then Seacat comes out of the Big Mama's like, hey, we're all having a party. Uh, you should come tonight. Which is weird because he was he, didn't like C-Cat them. Seacat comes around real quick on Brady. Yeah, he uh, didn't like yeah. them. And then Brady did an extensive musical number with his sworn enemy. And he was like, and I want to invite that guy. Him. It was very strange. Did we miss the part where Rascal repeats everything he says? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that happens as well. That does happen. The surfers and the bikers have a confrontation, I believe, in this scene. 
in the dance, post dancing. It might be at the party. I'm not sure actually. Is it one of those two scenes? And uh, the leader of the bikers, whose name is entirely unimportant, so I don't know what it is. Butchie. Sure. Um, goes up to him, goes up to the surface, like, get out of here, surface. You don't belong here. Big Mama should wow, belong to us. Wow, It's like he's in the room right now. Thank you. Thank you. It's just as good. Um, and he goes, and he's like, get out of here. And then Tanner walks up and just goes, <laughs> that's exactly how he says it. And it's in the outtakes. You can tell they struggle with this line because mm-hmm. it's so fucking dumb. It's incredible. That's the thing with Tanner. I hate Tanner. I'm sorry. Uh, I hate I him too. I can't tell if it's they're having him act weird or like just be, like that's the character or if this guy is just doing it just like they wrote him weird. I can't. I think he was written weird and this guy is not that good of an actor. I think that's I'm going to combine those two things. It's a strange mix up. But then we meet Rascal. Well, we met him earlier in the lineup. His role is to stand over Seacat's shoulder. Also, Seacat is always in a bucket hat, which I love mm-hmm. about him. Um, it's, it's pretty good. Stand over Seacat's shoulder. He's like, we don't want any bikers. And Rascal goes, bikers! Like, so loud, which has to be directly in the other actor's ear. And he does it like six times. And like to the point where you think they're building to some sort of like gag where like he will like mess up the words or like someone will tell him to be like, stop, like, you know, like do like that. But it builds to nothing and it's Mm -hmm. so bizarre and it just makes the Rascal character look truly unhinged. Yeah, it's also the only time he talks in the entire (laughs) film. It's his only line. It's his only line. I don't don't know why they went with that with the character, but God, it is It is. It was a choice. It was was a strong, strong choice. Um, so thank you very much for f- circling back on that, Emma. I didn't miss it. Uh, but so they go to this party at night and again, it cuts right to it. Like their clothes change and everything to be appropriate because like this sets up for me, what I thought was going to happen is whenever they were going to change scenes, it was going to do like an in-universe cut, like where Brady and Mac are aware that thing, like the time of day changed and their outfits have changed, but that does not happen. No, it they doesn't. Just, it just starts cutting like a normal movie after this. So they go to the dance and this is Brady's favorite scene in the dance and like... This is the scene where Tanner and Layla, the head of the yes. surfers and the female lead of the bikers, are mm-hmm. supposed to fall in love. Yes, because Layla is singing a song, Falling for You, up on stage. I like and this song, too. It's cute. It's a pretty cute song. Oh, I think I'm falling for you. So, but so... Uh, they're just hanging out, having a fun time, dancing around. Mac is kind of being annoying at this point. She's still fucking, like, for lack of a better word, nagging him. And it's like, mm-hmm. you, at this point, you gotta wait till the storm, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's the thing. What she are provided you doing? a way out, and she's just impatient. And that's the thing. She's like having kind of a fun time up to this point, and then just all of a sudden decides, you know what? That is not a good enough explanation. I'm gonna go just out into the ocean, I guess. I'm gonna and go try walk and... the beach by myself yeah. or something. She had some weird plan. So, because because what happens is is that. That Layla is supposed to trip on stage and Tanner is supposed to come up and catch her, but falling for you guys. That yeah, wasn't yeah, in yeah. your head enough. Yeah, and Mac is as she's walking away from Brady, she bumps into Tanner and trips and he catches her. And then when Layla falls, Brady goes and catches her, and it's created a back to the future style situation where the people who were meant to fall in love did not fall in love, and now our protagonists have to get them to fall in love in order for the movie to continue because this what's supposed to happen is that they fall they catch each other and then the burger the surfers and the bikers start d- dance fighting or a turf war or something oh no luke don't you remember it's a surf and turf war it does say a surf and turf war i wrote war. that down it does say that my they have uh, max say that and i was like that is a line mm-hmm. exclusively from the trailer yeah that is 
You're 100% right. I forgot about that. But it's, <laughs> yeah, that happens. She's like, you guys in the middle of a surf and turf war. <laughs> yeah, she does say that. Um, but yeah. so then, but actually, it's actually a really funny scene of watching all the bikers and surfers just kind of stand there and just be like, I feel like something should be happening right now. This is weird. So they it's... basically derail the movie. So they, after they leave the dance, Mac goes outside and sees that her swim trunks have disappeared, that she hung up, and oh, she's yeah. like, it's a oh rash my God. guard, not swim trunks. Well, like, I don't know. Fuck? Yeah, okay. I don't know what a rash guard is. I'm sorry. Uh, swim trunks? A... She's a Okay, movie. yeah, I get it. All right, I messed up. I just, I just said swim trunks, whatever. But so she's like, this, my thing's disappeared. Oh no, Brady, I think anything that doesn't belong in the movie is going to disappear. We don't belong in the movie. We're going to disappear. We can't get, we have to get out of here. And he's like, well, we have to oh, wait for the storm. Oh, this is what spurs her to have like actual concern for like her life and existence. Okay. Yes. Got it. And then she's like, well, okay, well think about it. Is there any way that we just change the movie that will affect the storm at the end? And he goes, okay, well, Layla and Tanner are supposed to fall in love. And then they rally the bikers and the surfers together to, and this is where we meet our villain. This, the pl- I need, like, a yeah, drink, okay. and I don't even have any alcohol <laughs> this week, but I need to, like, take a pill or something, because I hate this so much. So, the plot of Wet Side Story is that this British oil baron, or no, excuse me, this Pittsburghian with a British accent, um oil baron wants to buy the beach and by extension big mamas in order to build up a luxury resort there that will be worth millions one day but big mama refuses to sell so he decides everyone everyone just buckle your seatbelts to hire some kind of mad scientist to build a weather-altering machine look i stopped listening legitimately five minutes ago (laughs) i can't relive this to build a weather-altering machine to turn the beach into such a dour place that neither the surfers nor the bikers want to go there. It will run Big Mama out of business, and he can buy the beach. But, like, listen, I know you were saying that this movie borrows a lot from, like, old cheesy musicals and beach movies. How often do they involve straight-up science fiction elements? Because this is some crazy nonsense. I don't know what... Who in the writer's room brought this up as being something that they needed for the plot... But I really hope that man has suffered. I hope mm-hmm. I I don't wish that bad things on p- good people, but in this case, I would like to physically go to his house and hit him in the face with something. Yes, it's not. It's the he doesn't weirdest... deserve happiness. Interesting <laughs> this. It's a it's a very movie. strange thing, and they go to his lighthouse hideout where he has his oh. compatriot, Doctor Fusion. Good lord. It's like uh, the, it's the real estate developer is one thing. Why do we also need an evil scientist? It, yeah. It was too much. It's too but, much. But so Again, there, if you're listening, yeah. man who wrote this into the movie, <laughs> I hope you were fired. <laughs> and I hope your kids had to go to public school. Oh. <laughs> the ultimate. The because ultimate you lost fear. your sweet, sweet Disney exec job. Wow. Emma, getting really calling people out today. Yeah. He fucking so, deserves so, it. I'm not in the mood to play. So basically, Brady's like, oh my gosh, their weather machine, they're succeeding in building it. We need to get Layla and Tanner together so they can unite the bikers and they could go and destroy it or whatever. We need to fix things is how they just figure this out. So they each go and talk to uh, Layla and Tanner. And while Mac does not like Tanner because he's dumb and I hate him, uh, I like Layla fine. She's okay. She's cute. Brady, once he, the minute he caught her, 
goes from six to midnight real fast on Layla because again, this but no, is his he fa- doesn't though. No, 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 he no, no, like no. immediately oh. turns her away. Well, he does after a moment of thought because at first he's like, "Yeah, I mean, you're the girl of my dreams. I've been dreaming about you." for like six years or whatever because it's his favorite movie so he's always had like a crush on the lead girl or whatever um but then he realized oh no wait my girl mac has got she's still here she, even though we're kind of broken up right now and they say that she says this in front of lila lila asks oh are you and him like together and she's like no no we're not together together which is cold mac cold very cold and then this leads into another song where the, each of the they're each talking to the Tanner and Lila and or Layla and they're and what's the name of the song? It's like uh, when it's meant to be. Meant to be. And you don't like, have to listen to this one. This is nah, the worst one. It, well, it's not terrible. It's just kind of. Eh. But um, so there. I also want to go, go back ahead. and ex-nay what I said before. The cruising for a reason is like a best group number because I forgot that I have an, another song as my favorite group number. Oh, okay. Which you know what one it is, but yeah, I think so. It's not but so, that. but so they realize. Okay, I still stick with cruising with the bruising, but so, cruising for a bruising. Um, so they realize that these two are head over heels in love with them, and there's they need to try this coming at this from a different angle. So so they decide, okay, Brady, you go hang with uh, Tanner and try to convince him that Layla's super cool. I'm gonna go hang with Layla. God, that was fast. They just yeah. really pivoted on that plan quickly. I thought things. We were Emma, wrong, things, but I guess things you're move right. fast. Things move fast in this world. So Amazing. they're like, Brady, you go uh, hang with Tanner. I'm gonna go hang with Layla tonight. We will try and uh, work our magic with them because the girls are having a slumber party and the guys are just hanging out at Big Mama's in the middle. You of the can night, tell I they did not want to build a lot of sets for this movie. Yes. You know how 100%. much of this takes place at Big Mama's? Ninety-five percent of it. Yep. 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 Uh, but you know what? Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about uh, their plan B, as they call it. So the, we're going to go ride some waves. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a lead out for this one. Anyway, bye. See you in a sec. Surf's up. Surf's up. Woo! The day started ordinary. Boys Cut to uh, nearly simultaneously the sleepover and almost instantaneously. Yeah, well, instantaneously, but also it's going on at the same time. The sleepover and the uh, cracking open a cold one with the voice. <laughs> and Topical there's also, humor. Also, they spe- are drinking soda. They, they are, are drinking they soda. are drinking soda. Also, uh, speaking of topical, they make an Angry Birds joke. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yes, so Sea Cat is leaning out of a window with a slingshot. They have to know that joke isn't going to age well. Yeah. It's, tw- it's what, four years later and, four right, years and later. it does, didn't age well. Mm-mm. But so he's, he's firing nothing. It's like he's not putting anything in the slingshot. 
out a window and Brady's like, hey, Seacat, what are you doing? And some like, PA has like a sound mixing yeah. board <laughs> bird noises that he's pressing the button on. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm playing this game. It's this game that I play where I take uh. the slingshot and I'm trying to shoot this angry bird. And then Brady goes, angry bird? Wait a Wait minute. Wait a minute. And then doesn't go say anything else. I also feel like angry birds was over by the time this movie came out. Yeah, I remember talking about, I remember, well, then again, we weren't like kids during, like when angry birds was a thing. We were in like, I was in like high school, I feel like when Angry Birds became a thing. So was I. This movie came out my sophomore year of college. Like this joke was dated <laughs> for even when it came out. Is what yeah, I'm that's saying. entirely that's entirely true. I'm just whatever. It's a crazy thing to reference all of a sudden. But then like they're just like talking about you know like oh, wait. Gross I just want to make a pause and just say something that like. And I know mom keeps yelling at me because I go off on tangents on this, but I will say it okay, is Okay, wait, crazy. stop for a second. Emma, we can't let our podcast be dictated by what our mother thinks about us. That's true. <laughs> that's how I run my life. But basically, my thing is just like, do you ever, does it ever make you think when like you see that Angry Birds joke that they like clearly like bought a slingshot for, got some bird noises, like wrote <laughs> into the script. Like there's so many plot points this movie is missing. Like I am so up in the air about the, the powers of the board, how they got there, like what exactly happened to her dad? Why does she have to go to the school? Like there's so many holes that this movie has for me, mm-hmm. but they were all sitting around and went, you know what we got to squeeze in? Angry Birds joke. Okay, so we're going to make gotta need to... Like, that's what they cut a hole for. They were like, we got to make sure that... Like, that was not natural. They had to move them over to a window for that that we never see again. Like, they made set pieces and made decisions and spent money for that Angry Birds joke. And I don't want that to be lost on anyone. That is true. That did, that did in fact, happen. So... A bunch of grown adults. Also, don't forget, someone was paid to write that joke. I'm assuming it's the uh-huh. same guy who wrote the villains. But I hope that joke paid for something, because if not, yeah, it's um, just depressing. But so, they're talking about girls, and you know, Brady's being like, hey, you know who's a really good girl is that Layla. Well, also, one more thing. Uh, there's not going to be an Emma Style corner because the outfits in this are all cute, 1960s, whatever. Uh-huh. It's also pretty modern, so it's like you don't. They're not like not like holy shit. What's going on with that? Um, but which is what Emma Style corner thrives Emma's on? Feminism corner. Oh wait, this wait, is, wait. Let me play the song. The this is the point in the movie where I think they storyboarded it up to this point, and they were like, shit. It's 2017. We got to put some girl power stuff in this. And oh, it's oh, like, you're right. It's like they were like, it's 19... They're, they're meeting kids from the 1960s and they're in 2017 and we have not made one reference to feminism or empowerment. So while I love this song, this is where they just lay it on. <laughs> Thick. But also, I mean, you're with, for, you, we realized we almost missed our favorite line in the whole movie. Oh, the which, only good joke. Yeah, which is when they're going over like... Uh, what they mixed up about the movie, what they messed up in the movie, he's like, Layla has to fall in love with Tanner, so she can be happy. And then Mac goes, "What? Well, see, why does she need a man why to be happy? Why does she need a man to be happy? And then Brady just immediately says, because it's 1962. Anyway, like... He's like, because it's 1962. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, like, it's, like, he's immediately like, it's 1962. Roll with it. And I was like, that's Roll actually... Roll with that joke. I hope you got the other guy's point. You get that, that point. That was actually a funny yeah. joke. That was a funny joke. But yeah, Emma's right. This whole scene is like, hey, um... Guys and girls were real different in the 60s. Times are different now. Times are different now. Girls can ask boys on dates. Yes. They are laying this on thick. Because, yeah, while while Brady is just kind of failing to talk up Layla, 
Um, Matt gets sidetracked by how they're talking about boys and being like, oh, when I go out with Brady, I should wear this because it's his favorite color or because he's blue and he's a surfer. So he, whenever he looks at the ocean as blue, he'll think of me. And then she's you like... You remembered a lot of that monologue, Luke. I well, didn't even know. Well, you know, uh, but so he, she's like, oh, well, why would you dress for him? Like, why not just wear what you want to wear? And they're all like, oh, <gasps> wear what we want to wear. Also, there's a whole thing up until this point that they slipped in. Again, I think they didn't realize that this movie was like not feminist until like the fourth quarter and then they were like gotta fix it so they went back in and there's whole there's a bunch of things sprinkled in the beginning and then uh, before this about her being able to surf like the boys yeah that is a factor that maya is like god damn it mac is actually <laughs> supposed to be better than brady at surfing yes like, i she's believe, supposed I to believe be very she's good. supposed to yes and so that also becomes just to prime you for that. That becomes an even bigger plot point as we progress through this musical number. Exactly. And so she's like, well, she's like, well, we have to dress like how the boys want us to dress because then they'll ask us out on a date. And then she's like, why don't you just ask the boys out on the date? And they're like, <gasps> blasphemy. Also, I think one of these girls is in Pitch Perfect, too. Chi Chi, the one with the big, the biggest hair. Yes. She's getting her hair teased and she's like, make it bigger to the sky. You yeah. know, like that is, uh, she's in Pitch Perfect too. That's okay. Where to go, Chi Chi? Where to knock it out of the park. They start singing a song about what boys like while the guys at Spig Mamas start singing a song about what girls like. And it's supposed to be like that summer loving, like intercut between the two people doing the thing and it is like a very both of the main characters are doing the same thing so mac and brady like the guys are like take control she's like sit when you tell her what to do because she's a woman and brady is like be sensitive like <laughs> don't be an ass and like the girls are like wear really tight skirts so you look hot and Max like wear something loose because that's fucking comfortable like they're doing the same thing where like they're supposed to be like paralleling like modern dating as opposed to the yes. antiquated dating standards is dumb as that sounds audience i know that that it doesn't sound great this song is a certified bop this <laughs> movie came out my sophomore year of high of college this is the only song actually no that's not true i had two songs this is one of the two songs from the soundtrack after having to buy the soundtrack for work and watching the movie three times i kept this song on my itunes and listened to it all the time in college and it's we listen to it song. at parties in college because it is so fun it's a good song it's fun it's nice uh, one of my favorite moments is brady says uh they say like uh remain uh, keep it cold don't tell her how much you care and then he's and then brady's like look her in the eyes and like say it even if you're scared and i was like i'm pretty sure guys today have their own hang-ups about saying i love you to women that doesn't that doesn't track literally i i swear to god that i this, there's nothing funnier I, I would do two hours of podcast with you of us just trying because neither of us know the exact lyrics, but we know <laughs> vaguely what they say. Yeah. But we're trying to sing it into... <laughs> don't be a dick. It's better when you're sensitive. Like, it's something like that, but I don't oh, know. We, did, we each did four years of musical theater, folks, and this is what it did to us. We're just fucking stumbling through this. Oh, God. Okay. Stumbling through the beach. Um, but it's cute. Yeah, it's a cute number. It's fun. Uh, it's fine, but basically, in the end of it, neither of them succeeds in their goal because they got sidetracked by singing. 
Yeah, nothing else really happens in between. They basically just go, man, we didn't do it. And then it cuts to nighttime and Layla and uh, Mac are hanging out in Layla's house. And I'm like, so is like Mac living with Layla or does that even know. matter because of movie magic? Like, do they sleep in this world? Do Like, do they have know. do they have to eat? Like, what is I don't know how that works. But also, this scene is hilarious because it has a very heavy lesbian undertone. Yeah, it sounds like, oh, I forgot about this. This is what we were like, are they going to make out? Because, like, Layla. It is, like, guys, we're not, we are not trying to be offensive here or, like, weird. Like, two girls can be friends and talk to each other yeah, in yeah. pajamas on a bed. But the way they set this up mm-hmm. was truly, like, the beginning to a lesbian porno. Yeah. Where they were like, there's, she's like, Layla's like, I got to tell you a secret. Something I've never told anyone before and they're both but in their I feel pajamas like i can tell you Anything. and like also in 90s let's yep. be honest mm-hmm. these are not like a t-shirt and shorts like you would wear like you would see today although, they're in 90s. although to be fair in prison protection program there was a similar scene where it was pajama pants t-shirt and then selena gomez was like or uh, demi vlado was like you may help me get dressed and demi vlado was like oh can i yeah that wasn't that great was, either that, yeah it was it's just it's there's a very heavy like all right which one is gonna go in for the kiss it's gonna happen well like uh, but uh, but you're right. It's a very cute little friendship scene between the two. I do like it. And Layla's wearing a necklace that eagle-eyed viewers will notice is the same flower that's on uh, Max, Max, Max surfboard. surfboard. Hmm. Hint, hint. But, and so Layla just says, oh, you know something? I really would like to go surfing sometime. And then Mac is like, you know what? I may get Brady to teach you because at this point Mac has proved. Why to wouldn't they just get Tanner to teach her? Me, you, and Mom all yelled yeah, this at the it screen. Is, it is a strange thing. I maybe they're they trying to get her and Tanner together, but you're going to have Brady teach her how to surf. Well, no, the the plan was never to get Brady to teach her how to surf. The plan was to like I think set them up so they'd be near one each other. Ne- but near just each cut other. out the middleman and have yeah. Tanner. <laughs> well, I think maybe like the idea is that Tanner wouldn't teach her, but then again, Tanner is like the only surfer who's actually doesn't think that the bikers are that bad, and Layla's the only biker who doesn't think the surfers are that bad. So it doesn't. It's right. It's a weird route to take, but I see where they're going with it. Is all. It was a choice. It was a weird choice. So she's like, "I'm gonna Brady teach you." And by by the way, at this point, also side note. Why doesn't Mac just teach her? Because, like, or if that's what I would say if I was Layla. Oh, Mac, it's so weird. You're a better surfer than all the boys. Why don't yeah, you teach me how to surf? Yeah, why doesn't Mac just teach her? I'm done with this. It's eh, it's weird. Um, So then it cuts to the next day, uh, literally, because, again, that's how time works in this universe. And they're, like, talking on the beach. And Le- Mac gets up on a rock and is like, okay, so here's what we need to do. Bet, bet, bet. Also, also at a side thing, Tanner made her like a flower crown and put it on her and says, and is like, here, I got this for you. And he like, she like leads Tanner down the beach to like where Layla is waiting We're gonna, for like, Brady. We're going to like lead them together. Yes. Like and, a little entrapment, Layla right. and Tanner. And, and so. This then, is the other song that I had on my iPad. iPad. Oh, Jesus. iPod. F- iPhone. Am I fucking okay? It was no. 2014. Uh, just like how, while well, I said cruising for a bruising is my favorite group number, this is, this the is best, my best like duo number. It's yes. so good. It's very good. So they're like, okay, here's what we need to do. We're gonna get them together. And she like stands up on a rock to like look around or something. I don't remember the context. And then she falls into the ocean, and she's like, huh. Oh man, that, I'm okay. And then she's like, "Wait a minute, my hair." And he's like, "What?" And she like 
dun- she like dunks her hair back into the water. We don't see this. It's behind a rock, and it's a very fake effect. And she's like, my hair. Like it's, it's literally like a soundboard splash. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's like my hair. It's it's still dry. Like my hair didn't get wet. And then from this, they realize, oh my gosh, we're morphing, morphing into, the, into the musical. We we Which are becoming pause. a part. Sure. Are they disappearing back to the future style, or are they morphing into the musical? Pick one. Fatal that, option. That is an excellent point that I hadn't considered, is that they say they're going to disappear, and then they just become part of the musical. Which is my question. If they became part of the musical, would that prevent them from going home? Like I don't know. I like because they, they need to lay out the rules and the consequences of this yeah, so much clearer. They really do. If you're going to Purple Rose of Cairo, someone, you really need to make it a little bit more explicit. But so they like we were just ma- throwing this shit together as they yeah. came up with it. I swear to God, it's it's very confusing. But she's like, "Oh my gosh, my hair! It's not wetting wet. We're becoming part of the movie. We need to get out of here right now." And then a guy on a ukulele walks by, and then she's like, "Oh no, 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 no." Uh, this is a song. We're going to start a song. And there's also a scene earlier which does a similar thing where, like, you hear the music start up and she goes, no, we're not doing a song. We're not doing a song right now. And that was, that's actually a pretty good gag that I liked. She tries to, like, resist the song. Yes. And I will say, as much as this movie's plot and setup is kind of weird, I do genuinely think this is kind of a good and intriguing, like, setup for a movie. Like, being you're trapped, stuck in a musical stuck and in you a don't movie. want to be there and like yeah. but like you're being forced to sing yes. i think it is cute yeah, and this song does it best this song yes. really encapsulates it's, that yes. part it's of the movie it's a very good it's probably best. the best part of the movie in my opinion where they do a song called um i can't stop singing which i will play a little bit of right here oh, i can't stop singing make it stop make it stop am i real just a prop It's just cute. It's a cute little number. It's very fun. And okay, Emma, maybe you could fill me in on this because I I don't remember. But then they get captured by the villain, right? Yes. Why? Um, Couldn't tell you. They're just walking and they're going to like Layla and Tanner. They're going to like go meet up with them or something. And like the villain and the evil doctor just show up. And hit them with a fucking stun gun. Yeah, no, not a stun stun gun. It's literally like a 1950s style ray blaster toy that apparently works. And the doctor's like, oh, don't worry. I just had it set to stun. (laughs) And like hits Brady. He goes flying into the sand. Oh, also. Like, oh my God. Yeah. And again, we should mention. Like, bitch, you broke up with him. Don't feign concern. Mm -hmm. And we have cut to the villains in in the meantime where they're like, uh, oh, the machine is nearly ready. We just need for this plutonium to finish decaying or whatever. And then we'll have oh, all the energy you need. God. Here, we're going to do a test of the machine. Okay, great. It's working. We just need for this. So the this machine's habit. working. The machine's basically working. He's ready to make it, uh, to do whatever he's going to do to the beach to make it unhabitable to the bikers and surfers. But and that's what I'm saying. I don't remember the reason that he feels like he needs to kidnap the two children. I have children. no idea. I don't remember. 
but no it's clue. probably not important. I think it was something as stupid as like he overhears them saying like, "We gotta go stop Doctor What's is what and his weather machine. Let's go find Tanner and Layla." Did you just speak in plot points? Yeah, like remember that? <laughs> oh yeah, he does say. Did you just speak in like exposition or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah but like does. they literally say exactly what they're going to do to stop the doctor, and he's standing there and overhears them and then shoots them with the gun. Something, something like that happens. But it's so they get taken by the Doctor Fusion and Camembert or whatever, or whatever kind of cheese he is. And then uh, is t- it a cheese? I believe Camembert is a cheese, right? Yeah, it is. I didn't realize his name was Camembert. I think it's Camembert. Um, but so he. They he takes them to the lighthouse. Tanner and Layla meet up, and they lock eyes, and they do um, a reprise of uh, it's meant to be, and they're in love now. Cool. Um, yeah, Tanner and Layla are in love, and mm-hmm. then the waves because they're doing this whole. Yes. Um, they do the reprise when it's meant to be, and the waves come in, and he notices the little flower crown. Hashtag and makes Coachella, Coachella 2017. Nice. 2014. Nice. Washes up on the beach. And so he immediately knows that Max is Yeah, he makes, he makes the biggest logic leap I think we've seen thus he, far. His back must have gotten thrown out because of that stretch. Like, he really <laughs> stretched it. Because he goes like, hey, I made this for Mac. She wouldn't leave it on the ground, so she must have been in tar- trouble. And then I think the explanation for this is that the movie is now catching up to itself because now that they're in love again... They immediately know Camembert has taken them. He's planning to destroy the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a weather How machine. How did they figure that out? They just knew? That's what I'm saying. I think the movie, like, just gave it to them because they're the movie's trying to catch back up to itself, maybe. I don't know. It's never really explained. But they're got like, it. we need to go save them, but we can't do it ourselves. We need everybody. So they run into... Uh, uh, big mamas and they're like listen everyone our friends have been taken by evil camembert and the doctor fusion and weather machine and blah 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 blah. we need to go storm his lighthouse save our friends save the beach save big mamas and uh we can all do this together because we're in love and hold they do like zoom in on them holding hands and everyone's like oh, a biker and a surfer duh and then butchie said his name was lila's the leader of the brother, bikers the and brother. Li- the, she's he's lila's brother and the leader of the bikers walks up on stage very tough it looks like he's gonna fight and he just starts tearing up and pulls his handkerchief out and dabs his eyes he's like that's beautiful man that's beautiful Let's go save our friends. So they, we are. The movie is now officially back on track. Yes. And they have now reunited. The, not reunited, but united the bikers and the surfers to go mm-hmm. save Mac and Brady and stop the weather machine. Yes. So then we cut to inside the lighthouse and Mac and Brady are talking to Dr. Fusion and they're telling him, like, listen, you're just a villain in a movie. This is stupid. Why are you doing this? And he's like, wait, what are you talking this about? This was him? so meta and so this unnecessary. Was, yeah, it has no bearing on the plot whatsoever. But they it, tell I him, thought maybe it was going to make him have a change of heart, but it literally does nothing. And this, this guy, to clarify, this is not the real estate developer. This right. is his evil doctor assistant. Yeah. I thought they were going to do that, that cliche where, like, the assistant turns on the master mm-hmm. in the final... Because they tell him he's just in a movie, but like this has literally no bearing on the ending of the movie. Yeah. Also, but to be fair, had they done that, that would, I don't know why he would turn on him unless he was like, my life no longer has meaning. I mean, it I wasn't just... a good, it wasn't a good setup, but I thought it was a setup for something. Yeah, it, you'd think it was a setup for something because they tell him he's a villain in a movie, and he like looks at the camera and he's like, huh, how odd, and then just goes back to doing villain stuff. I guess. Yeah, it wasn't great. But then. Mac and uh, Brady have a talk with each other, and she's like, you know what? Whatever, if this doesn't work out. I'm enjoying being in this movie with you, and so we can live out our endless summer together. Who cares about prep school now? 
I know my motivations are very confusing, but this is what I wanted all yeah, along. Yeah, she turned right on a dime there, and she's like, "I just that's I just realized yeah, now yeah. I don't want to go to prep school." It, it it literally comes out of nowhere. There's nothing to push her to be like. I'm like, oh. bitch, you're not going to prep school. You're about to die by exploding on a weather machine. That's what's going to happen to you. Well, I don't know if he's trying to kill them, but. Uh, but so they, all the bikers and the surfers go to the lighthouse. There's actually a pretty decent goof where Butchie um, reveals that he's afraid of lighthouses. I kind of like this. This, this is a good because they're kind of yeah, good. they're they're all in like a group, and he's like, I can't do it, man. And they're like, Why? He's like, I don't do lighthouses. It's the one For thing. For some I'm people, afraid. it's rats. Some people, it's spiders. For me. It's lighthouses. lighthouses. And then he's like, oh. and then like you see like lightning strike it and it get all scary looking. And he's like, you know what? My fear is gone. Everybody, let's do it. And they all run away. And well, no, because they all, they all, they say we can do it. We're in it together. Yeah. And they all run towards the lighthouse. And then he turns around to run away. And then Giggles is standing there and stops him and then brings he's him like, back. Mm-mm-mm. No, 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 turn no. around. So they storm the lighthouse. They free Mac and uh, Brady. And they just start like tearing up stuff and tearing panels off walls and erasing uh the doctor's chalkboard this is equations. like a cute bit of like physical yeah. like screwball comedy like chasing mm-hmm. people around with ropes like like erasing things on a chalkboard G- giggles uses her shaking to scare camembert for some reason yeah. like he just runs up on her she's just like gyrating and he's like oh no what is happening um she's shaking her she's always wearing fringe also yeah guys. it's I it's, never a, say that. it's a confusing but a somehow amazing character trait and so they're like okay we need to break this weather machine now and they're like all right how do we do that it's too tough it's made of you know metal and we just have fists and they're like oh you know something this weather machine is almost exactly like your standard 12 stroke no motorcycle. layla says this that's what Layla's i said on the top. Oh, not they let's, sorry let's not give the females credits to the masses sorry it's not the guys she's on top of it and realizes hey this is just like a carburetor engine that's in all the bikes or whatever it is mm-hmm. that all that you guys fix all the time. Yes. And offers it up to the guys and they say, I can't get my hands in there. It's too small for my big man hands. And she's like, but I could because she has little hands and like a bobby pin. Mm-hmm. And then looks like at the camera is like, because girls can do anything boys can do. <laughs> and I was like, driving it home. All driving right, it home, baby. Go. And so they bl- successfully blow up the machine and the blow, the explosion of the machine and what causes the big storm that's going to take them home, theoretically. Yeah, because the machine was always supposed to explode to cause yes. the storm. Yes, okay. yes, Again, every time this machine was even mentioned, I immediately tuned out and was mm-hmm. started with checking Instagram because I just, hated this plot point that much. It's just like Pixel Perfect when she goes into the internet. The second it happens, you're just like, I'm just like, whatever. I'm mm-hmm. done. I checked completely out. So they, So everything's back to normal. They go to Big Mamas, they're all celebrating, they're like, we did it, we can share Big Mamas, it's all cool, and they're like, can't wait to hang out with you two more, and then it's like, ugh, sorry, homies, sorry, homies, we gotta head back, and they're like, oh, no, but we love you, and you're our friends now, and it's like, sorry, we have to leave, and they're like, okay, and Layla gives Mac the uh her pendant which has the Hawaiian flower on it. Friendship forever. Yeah, Brady doesn't Brady, Brady doesn't get Jack. You know what? I'm going to be honest. I'm really glad I liked the little female friendship between Layla and Matt. Yeah. It served the purpose of her teaching her that girls can do anything boys can do. And then, you know, came around full circle in the end where she fixed, like, broke the weather machine or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm so, so fucking glad they did not force 
a bromance between Tanner and Brady, like a bunch of yes, b- weird because, shit with that. Or like because Tanner, that, the worst. like we had to care about them because I really couldn't have watched that because Tanner I, is so grating you, to me on screen. Yeah, you can't make me and care I about Tanner. I, I wonder if they actually shot scenes like that and then we're just like fucking scrap it. These are awful. Mm-hmm. You can't make me care about Tanner Disney. I'm sorry, he's yeah. not an interesting character. And although to be fair, I'm not sure. I think Layla is probably the only character I would call somewhat interesting. Everybody else is just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I haven't seen Teen Beach Movie 2. Maybe they flesh these out. These well, that's what I was going to say. I've done a small amount of research into Teen Beach 2 in preparation for this episode. And from what it sounds like, it sounds like everything that happens in this ending gets thrown into the garbage. Good, good. Layla essentially like starts to think for herself and is like, hey... Maybe, like, we do this instead. And then everyone looks at her like she's crazy. And then she's like, okay, never mind. And then, like, that eventually builds. And she's like... Then she decides to go visit Mac and Brady in the real world. And Tanner comes with. And shenanigans ensue. But, like... Uh, I don't know. It's really but the end weird. of this movie, they all come with. That's, but I'm saying I'm pretty sure the sequel throws that in the garbage. Good. I don't, good, I don't think good, that is good. addressed. But so... They also we see the villains one last time and they're on like a raft and they've got burn marks all over them and he's like, Oh, you don't you don't understand, Mr. Camembert. We're just villains in a movie. None of this matters. And he's like, Oh, tell me more. And again, I felt like that was setting up the sequel, but from what I've done, I'm not sure that, that plays a role in it at I all. I thought that whole scene was just to set up the sequel, but I'm not sure guess... Camembert makes a triumphant return in Teen Beach Two. I can't mm. confirm it though. Thank God. <laughs> that if they if they got one thing right, they fired the dude that put him in the movie and they fucking figured something better out. I hope so, because man, the villains in this movie are really the worst part. They're just the worst. They're awful. I, if this movie didn't have that weather machine like real estate developer thing, I would like it ten times more. Or just the the ray gun. That was really lost me. Was that was a really a... low point for me, was the yeah. f- fake-looking ray gun. Mm-hmm. Or if, like, it was just all singing and dancing and no talking. Yes, as we discussed. Um, but, okay, so they are like, alright, we gotta go. Thank you for the medallion. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Peace out. And they go and get the board. Don't know why the people in Wetside Story don't question them going out into the ocean to go home, but I don't okay. Know. They don't even And so they ride an they ride the storm home and by Awkwardly on a surfboard together. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys have ever seen two people try to paddle out on a surfboard together. Yeah. It's incredibly awkward to watch. And again, they just kind of eat it and then appear in the on back in our world with the storm and everything. And then they're and then Brady B is like, look, we're back home and no time has passed. And I was like, Alright, calm down. There's How no do way. you know that no time has passed? You're just in the water. Yeah, and like I get that you could assume that from seeing like the grandpa from the shore and everything, but I you could have been down there for a good amount of time. You don't know no time has passed. And then he's like, Alright, let's go in and then Brady's and then uh, Mac is like um, no, I've got to do this. i got to ride this one I'm last I'm like, wave. bitch, have you not learned your lesson? She has not, no. She deserved to get transported back to that movie, Although, honestly. wait, here's the, yeah, that's my question. Is you're supposed to find your destiny on this board. What part about sending her to a movie she doesn't like helped okay, her find I her destiny? I read this as the fact that everybody else, and this could be a leap, and I know that I might hurt my back stretching here, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think... That each person that has ridden this board in a moment of strife, like she was on her last day on the island where she didn't know if she wanted to go or not and was being forced into it. And like how she said, her dad and granddad or whatever, her mom, like her family, they've all found their destiny. I think every person who rides the board in a moment of strife is transported to that movie. 
and finds their destiny well, via the movie. Well, here's the thing. Is that would make that actually does make kind of some sense because it would make sense why the grandpa likes it so much. Yes. Is like, but my question, but he says like my grandpa and his grandpa and his grandpa, and I feel but like maybe that go- they go to a different movie, but they're maybe, all going to a movie. But I'm just saying because it's made in 1962, so I feel like they kind of out that that doesn't the timeline doesn't match up on that. But it's an interesting thought. That's because- how I read it. And I will not hear any other opinions about it because there's nothing else I can say to explain it to myself. I mean, it's just a weird... Like, honestly, had they just done The Storm Takes Them to the Movie, I would have been fine. But, like... The The board plays... The board's sparkling. It's literally fucking glittering all the time. Had they cut the magic surfboard thing from it, I would be totally down with this, like Storm taking them to the movie, whatever. Just the surfboard has a really weird element to it, is all I'm saying. Yeah, I get it. But so they come out of the water, and she is like, I've got to surf this wave. And he's like, I know you do, babe. And I'm like, what? And "And you don't need any saving, because girls can do anything boys. (laughs) (laughs) Girls can do anything boys. He doesn't say that, but he could have. But guys, guys, just a heads up. Uh, Emma, I don't know if you know this. Did you know that girls can do anything boys can do? Oh, my God. Look, I didn't. Thank you for telling me. But I, now that I you said that, I guess you're right. Girls can do anything boys can do. Okay, good. I just, I just wasn't sure if you knew I'm that girls... I'm on the same page. I've got to clear that up. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure you knew that girls can do anything boys can do. Yeah, I, I want to make sure you knew, too. I well, it's just like, sure it's a sentiment I feel like I haven't heard before. And I'm not and saying... And it's, it's also good. It's also good to make sure that it's just as cut and dry yeah, as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, it's, like, no flowery language yep, on it. Yep. Just straight up, girls mm-hmm. can do anything boys can do. Yes, and it's not, I'm not saying it's an unimportant message. It's a, clearly a very worthwhile message. I'm just saying... I just want to make sure you knew. No, because, no, no, no. Because I, I feel like it's I not mean, a sentiment. I was there. I saw her fix the engine with the bobby pin, and that yeah. moved me. Okay. All right. Just making sure. So, listeners, just a heads up. Uh, I don't know if you picked up on this, but girls can do anything do boys anything can do. Do anything boys can do. It's really interesting. I, it's a new study that has just been coming out. Think about, really, think about it. Think about it. Maybe go back, watch this movie. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah, sure. Anyway, uh, but so she rides the wave, shreds that in our <laughs> bra. And she... I fucking hate that you hit Rise the Wave again. I'm yeah, so she does. annoyed. It's a very it stupid ending. It's the most ending. annoying behavior. Like, and if you've just fucking almost died doing something, don't do it again. Yeah, so let, let, me, put, let me say this. Much like Waves, sir, this, this movie has had its ups and downs. And I feel like this ending is, like, the downest part aside from the villains. The ending of this movie is bad. I don't like the ending. Yeah, I mean, what even happens? She rides the wave... Kills it. Also, and when I say she rides the wave, uh, folks at home, I mean a body double who is definitely mm-hmm. not her, who, mm-hmm. but who also has brown hair, yep. rides the wave. Yep, yep, yep. And she uh, comes back in, and she goes up to her aunt, and she's like, aunt, I know we're late for the flight, because the aunt's freaking out about that. But Why I are you saying sp- aunts like that? I don't know. Aunt? I don't know. I was just saying, I, was just, I don't know. Um, but listen, auntie. You're developing her fake American accent. <laughs> but listen, auntie, uh, we, I know we're like, why are you saying it like that? You're from Chicago. It's aunt. All right, fine. Listen, aunt. I know. We actually, does she get a name or is it just her aunt? Does she, she does have a name, but I don't remember it. Eh, don't even think of it. Um, but so she's like, listen, I know we're late for the flight, but I don't want to go to the school. I don't want to go on the flight. I just want, it's Antoinette, by the way, which is a yeah, double, which is, a, which is bad, bad job, Disney. Um, lazy. listen, aunt, Antoinette, aunt, aunt. Um, we, I know we're late. I don't want to go. I want to stay here with my boyfriend, with my grandpa, doing what I love, being successful in my own way. And if you surfing. can't, and if you surfing and having uh, an endless summer, she doesn't say that, but that's basically the thing is, 
the thing she's going for. And then her, the uh, the ants just immediately goes, all right, sure. No whatever. fight is put up whatsoever. Nope. No resistance. Just like, all right, cool, whatever. I don't really care. Do your thing. Have fun. And then she's like, awesome, cool. Thought that was going to be a bigger deal than it was. Um, hey, uh, Brady, do you want to do uh, a musical number to close the movie out? After sure. we just spent 45 minutes talking about how that doesn't happen in real life. Mm-hmm. And, and this is not a joke, listeners. Literally, they break into a final musical number in the real world, which yeah. doesn't make any sense. And this is objectively the worst musical number. It's Absolutely. not good. It's bad. It's a, it's a, it's a bad song. The choreography is kind of lame. I don't love it. The other ones are so much better. It's If I can recommend you guys anything to do anything, well, first of all, watch The West Wing. I know I already said that, but watch <laughs> The West Wing. Second of all, go listen also to watch West Side Story. Boys Like Girls, Girls Like Boys, whatever the fuck it's called, that one. And like then, Me. It's just called Like Me. Like Go listen to Like Me and Can't Stop Singing from Teen Beach Movie. They are great songs. And Cruising for a Bruising. Still a great right. one. Those are the top three. Those are the big top hits. Top three. Big hits. Hits of the Summer. Um, but I don't even remember what the last song is called because it's so forgettable. It's like, hang ten to do it again. Keep mm-hmm. nine surfs up. Yeah, surfs up. That's what it is. So they do it, and then the movie just kind of... All right. Thank you, Emma. Um, Did I do a good job? Yeah, because I'm not going to play it, so just that's fine. Just keep that in there. Yeah, I will. Saying it. I don't I know any of the words except for... Surfs up. Keep it alive. Yeah, it's very bad. Um, but so then the movie just kind of the movie just kind of ends, and then you do some bloopers in the credits. But then we cut to a post-credit scene where Nick Fury shows up. No, I'm kidding. I don't want to fucking talk about the post-credit scene if they're not even going to use it in the next well, movie. Well, I'm just lazy, saying, Disney. From what I've seen, I don't think they use it. But basically, all of the characters from Wet Side Story come into our world they wash up on the beach and they're like whoa where are we and then this guy shows up and he's like got a mohawk and he's like hey you guys look lost do you need to call someone and then hands them a smartphone and they're like oh technology and like serious they start talking to siri and they're like whoa no way brah like this is crazy and they're like just screaming at a smartphone for 20 minutes guys it's really not anything to write home about it's yeah it's dumb but that is Teen Beach That's movie. Teen Beach movie, guys. And I gotta say, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. The, the musical numbers really save this one. The musical numbers are the strongest part of it, definitely. But, like, it's not great. It's it's a, it's pretty good. It's all right. It's pretty I'd, good. I'd, I'd definitely liked it more than some of the other stuff we've watched. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... It's it's cool. I like it's got like yeah. I I'm, I'm down. I had a good time. I had a good time. I had a good. I had a good time. Did I have watching to do, did I have to zone out and check my Snapchat I, a few times during the, some weird plot points. Yeah, but did I, I enjoy t- myself? Also, yes. Yeah, I definitely think it's very indicative of like modern Disney Channel, which I'm not into as much. But it's not like bad by any means. I would I would recommend it for just like a watch. Like check it out if you're interested. It's it might be worth your time. If you like, like if you like singing, if you like dancing. Yeah. It's definitely Give not. It a shot. It's definitely also, definitely not the one next one I didn't musical. make yet. One okay, I guess we're going to do a little bit of a style corner. Ross Lynch not definitely suffers it. what? Not playing the theme, but go ahead. Okay. But Ross Lynch definitely suffers from Disney Channel syndrome of them making you dye your hair a color that your hair is not. <laughs> His hair is definitely not that blonde. And you can see his roots because they make him play with his hair constantly where he's like pushing it back. And his roots are literally jet black and they make him bleach his hair. <laughs> I didn't know that. I just got to say, but... it happens to so many child stars. And I'm sorry for all of you. Your hair is going to be destroyed by the time you're 26. <laughs> Do you guys know that's why Ariana Grande always wears a ponytail? 
No, I didn't, Emily. Because on Nickelodeon for Sam and Cat, they made her dye her hair like bright fire engine red for years and it destroyed her hair and broke off into a million pieces. Really? So she just yeah. doesn't have hair anymore. It's just well, all she thin. does have hair, but all that stuff on the top is broken, so she sweeps it into a ponytail. So Ariana Grande is broken. She's a broken Ariana movie. Grande is bald. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so, I, yeah, I would recommend Teen Beach for, like, a checkout if you're kind of interested, but I, don't, I wouldn't go in with your expectations too high. But it's, it's all right. It's a fun time. Let's do some rankings. Uh, yeah, let's do some rankings. Uh, Emma, do you remember our rankings? No. I, you know, I do need to, now that we have a website uh, at audioentropy.com, uh, which you can find on our Twitter, I, w- I do need, I want to put up a list so our listeners can see our rankings so I don't have to keep ranking, listing them out at the end of every episode. Uh, so I'll see, hopefully that'll That'd do that. That'd be great sometime. for me personally as a resource so I can yeah, see my own rankings. That too. Um, your rankings. Number one, Get a Clue. Number two, Halloween Town. Number three, Minutemen. Number four, The Thirteenth Year. Number five, Princess Protection Program. Number six, Pixel Perfect. Number seven. This John. doesn't sound like me. John, this is you. Number no, seven. it's not. A Princess Protection Program is that low? Yes, Emma. You do. The, you've done this before. You're just like, what I ranked it that low. What is wrong with me? You're kicking. Get. Uh, uh, you maybe lose track. Get a clue. Halloween Town, Minutemen, Thirteenth Year, Princess Protection Program, Pixel Perfect, Johnny Tsunami, Seven, Kim Possible, Eight, Smart House, Nine, You Wish, Ten. Okay. I'm gonna put this one right above the Thirteenth Year. So number four for you. Yes. Okay. Actually, no, I changed my mind. Nope, it's above okay. Minutemen. It's number three. You're number three in it? All right. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it more than Minutemen. Okay. That's a bold claim. Uh, for me, it's the 13th year, Minutemen, Kim Possible, Halloween Town, You Wish, Smart House, Pixel Perfect, Prince of Protection Program, Get a Clue, Johnny Tsunami. Um, I think I want to put this ju- between Smart House and Pixel Perfect. I think that's where I'm going to put it. Because okay. I like, because I like Smart House more. Smart House, and you wish more on like a bit of a nostalgia thing, and but I do think the music here is better than Pixel yeah. Perfect, so that's going to put it above it for me. I so, love a good bop. What can I say? Yeah, it's yeah. So I'll put them there. So that's where we're going to rank those for this month. But is also, there a tagline? There is a tagline. We're bringing yes! it back. We're bringing the taglines back. Wait, where'd it go? Where did the tab go? Oh damn it! I lost the tab. Hang on. No. It's here. I know what it is. Uh, okay. The tagline is, getting trapped in a movie is no day at the beach. Ooh, love it. Love, kind of long. It's, it's, it's kind of long. It's kind of long and really dumb. It's not very specific. It's kind of weird. Okay. I'm not a fan. So, um, so what, what would your tagline be for this film? Oh, actually, I should bring this up. I should explain to listeners, because we haven't done it in a while. Tag Team Taglines is where me and Emma work together to workshop the taglines for these films because they're generally very bad, um, as exemplified by this one. So we like to come up with our own taglines that are a little more true to what the movie is about. So for this one, Emma might say... Why take a gender studies class when you can just watch Teen Beach Movie? (laughs) That's... That's a very good one. I do like that same one. Same outcome. You're going to learn the same thing. You know what you're going to learn? Girls can do anything boys can do. Mm-hmm. That's I really a... wish a Teen Beach movie would have played with the idea that gender is a construct, but maybe in Teen Beach Movie 2. Yeah, maybe Teen Beach Movie 2. Maybe. You never <laughs> Fingers know. Fingers crossed. We're going to play crossed. with gender is a construct. Um, oh, yeah. Here it is. It's like, it's just like High School Musical 2, but worse. And on a beach and not a country club. That's, that's oh. my tag. 
It's not like High School Musical 2. They don't get trapped in a movie. But it's about you're summer. You're just using it because there's water there. And it's about summer. It's about summer. It's wow. About summer. I'm Fine. disappointed in that. Fine. I'll come up with a different one right now. <laughs> F- fun in the sun, but beach bombs. I don't know. That was nothing. Um. Oh, I wait. How about this one? How about this? Uh, it's got all the class warfare of Johnny Tsunami, but way more surfing. <laughs> oh, I have a good one. Okay. Fun in the sun, but also ray guns? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so take your pick, listeners and or Disney, because we know you're listening. Um, yeah, put it on the new Blu-ray, Disney. Put, it on, the, put, it, it, put it on the Blu-ray. Um, but yeah, that should do it for us. But before we go, we need to talk about what movie we're watching next month. Um, oh, fuck, you get to because pick I get it, to don't pick you? this time. This was so fun. This was such a good pick by me. This is a pretty good, good pick. And because you, you themed it to be around the start of the summer, even though this movie kind of takes place at the end of the summer, but whatever, I'm going to go for a theme one as well. Because as we all know, next month is July. And that, if you live in America, means it's time for the 4th of July, which is always all about. Which is all about. No, I don't have a 4th of July movie, but I have a thematic movie that relates to it. What is America known for? Baseball, our national pastime, and our food. So join us in July, where we cover all those things in Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. I was just going to say that Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Yeah, where a guy plays baseball, but also wants to cook? What is the plot of this movie? He wants to cook? It's like... But he's a sports star? But it's like about this kid who plays baseball but also discovers he really likes cooking and, like, he has to uh, juggle those two worlds or something. It's weird. I actually haven't seen this one. If you were really trying to theme it, you would have done Tiger Cruise, which is the military one. Or Cadet Kelly. Well, that's... Come on. Maybe Support for like, our troops. Maybe for, like, Veterans Day or something or Memorial Day. But, like, I'm saying... Amer- what do you think America... You think of food, which we do a lot of. I don't know, Luke. I think of the fucking troops and Hillary <laughs> Duff serving our country. Hillary Duff. Sheeple. Hillary Duff died for our country. <laughs> <laughs> and Christy Carlson Romano. And Christy- right, we need to get off. We're getting right. delirious. We are a little bit. But well, next month we're going to do Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Uh, I actually haven't seen this one. I just kind of know what it's about. So it'll probably be a fun time. Uh, Emma, have you seen it? Do you remember seeing no, it? No. Okay, not cool. Not a clue. So we're going in blind. This will be great. So join us in July for Eddie Million Dollar Cook-Off. Um, uh, let's do plugs real quick. Um, as always, you can find us on AudioEntropy.com, an independent podcasting collective, where there are a ton of super great and fun shows that you should check out if you, th- you think they might be your kind of thing, like Teenagers with Attitude, which is a Power Rangers we rewatch podcast, or Let's Place, which is a crazy show that I was just on where they're trying to rank every video game ever made, which is an impossible task, but they still do it. And I was on an episode of it for E3. We heard uh, you already. You were on it. Thank oh, sorry. You. Thanks. Excuse me. Uh, there's also, I'm going to name just one other random one. Oh, TM radio cast where trans women come on and talk about facing, uh, talk about being trans in today's society. They're all really great shows and you should check them out. And also you should follow us on Twitter at D comedy podcast to keep up with all of our episodes and our latest D and the hottest, latest D scoops. Um, I sound like I'm reading this off of a, something. Like, yeah, I'm you not, like you're I'm, selling me a used yeah. car. Oh, also I will say. One other thing, you should also go and follow um, a little Twitter account called Decoms Without Context, where these guys just, I don't know if it's guys, but 
whoever runs the account just yeah, takes... Yeah, well, Luke, did you not just watch Team Beach movie? No, I'm You're not... you be that close-minded about gender? Well, huh. no, I'm not saying gender. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if it's one person or multiple. Like, they take... Uh, they, the account takes scenes from Disney Channel original movies and just cuts them out with, like, subtitles and puts them... And they're very funny because Disney Channel original movies are ridiculous. And for our Minutemen episode, I wanted our picture on the website to be the line... Uh, Dude, she gave you meringue. That's huge. One of the best lines ever. And I asked them, hey, y'all, can you hook me up with that picture? And they said, yes, we can. We will do this for you. So it was very cool of them. So go give them a follow because they're good people or person. I don't know. Um, But Emma, go. Where should they find you on the Internet? Follow me on Twitter at Emma Stone Tyler. Good times will be had by all. Um, also, just a couple other plugs. Um, watch The West Wing. <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> awesome. Super dope. Um, okay. So that should about do it for us, guys. I don't think I have anything else to plug. Nope, um, we're all oh, yeah. Wait, one more thing. Uh, after Rob Lowe leaves, it gets kind of bad. So just stay <laughs> till Rob Lowe leaves. And then Thank you, can you get out. This but then been, watch The West Wing. This has been West Wing Tips for Memo, <laughs> apparently. Um, so that's going to do it for us, guys. Um, I'll tell you what. Just we're going to leave you on a... Hey, uh, just remember, girls can do anything boys can do. And they can. They can. So don't... Just just remember. I know you'll probably forget because it's... If you want to fix a motor tonight, mm-hmm. you can do it, ladies. Go for it, ladies. Do... I mean, well, don't, like, if you don't know how. But if you have the knot, like... No, don't. just try it. <laughs> we just try it. Emma, we can't tell people to try complex machinery I think we can try it. I think you can try it. I think this is how we get sued. Okay. Well, don't, right. do don't do it. Don't do it. That's... All right, bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Dcoms forever. Surf's up. Shut up. So you play the guitar? I know. No, I mean, are you good? I'm a little tired, but. Uh, I'm playing guitar. Well, sure. When something inspires me, if music be the food of love. Play on. Was that Shakespeare? Huh? Uh, no, that was me. Sometimes I talk low for effect. It works. <laughs> Thanks. I can do hi also, but chicks really dig low better. <laughs>